0: Like, most people just have, like, a podcast right there, and there should be content coming out. But I think I just have a podcast from, uh, I think it's because I put so many words together from them tanking. So those are just rough remarks from the tape, and then I get spit on my mic because I talk all the time.
1: How many words have you spoken, Ted? I don't know, but it
2: Skaters. Skaters.
0: (laughs) This is once again not Ryan Lay. Ryan Lay is outside of Wi Fi because he is a summer camp skate pro. He is kind of uh, living, living, uh, visiting pro to visiting pro week at uh, the Woodward campuses right now. I'm Ted Schmitz. With us, we have Alex White, Kristen Ebling, and another Ted, Ted Barrow. Um all right sick this is this is new for me and I'm going to try to guide us through this hour and such of skate talk did y'all have anything you saw this week that was like fucking cool or that you liked or enjoyed
3: Kristen's part
0: yeah
4: pump on this
0: <laughs> yes
3: Hey,
4: this isn't That's fair. True. You guys got to talk about Ryan's part when he wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> now you got to uh, talk about my part in yeah, front of me. Jeez. Yeah, but then, yeah, yeah,
0: but then he hated it. Uh, no, um, I've seen a lot of things that I'm really happy about. They're mostly animal related though, and not not very skate related. Yeah, I
5: think Most... Taylor N- Narwaki's m- memes have been really hitting lately. I think it yeah, yeah. yeah. Blessed the uh, chat with those.
0: Have you Have you guys seen that other account though, DeShareZone Zone on Twitter? No. Okay so it's it's the same thing it's like macho skull graphics yeah but then they ultimately like just sort of dissolve into this like <laughs> deprecating self-hate like defeated yeah. uh introspection that's okay cool um, so that's where they come from yeah it's so uh, like it'll be like a meme that kind of makes fun of uh like conservative memes where it's like, Oh, sorry. Did I offend you, snowflake? Yeah. But then, like, the secondary text will be like, "I'm so sorry. I don't know what I did." <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, the truth is, I've had a really hard day, and this is just yeah. kind of me airing yeah. out. I came in hot, and I didn't mean to. But um, have a good one.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, it's just shit like that. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty proud of skate memes have gotten better over the years. Yeah, um, they're
5: getting they're good.
4: Have you guys seen that one account with the like? Vegetable or like food references.
0: Oh of yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? Food, called?
5: F- food skaters. Yeah, food yeah, food? yeah, Shout out skaters. to food skaters. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Big shout out to food skaters. That one <laughs> had me dying when I would take my. I take like a bath every night, and yeah, I ended up on that rabbit hole, and it was a great one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. For that. You take a bath every night. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think I fucking wait, filmed the part wait, at wait, age thirty? Wait,
0: <laughs> po- wait, wait, wait. Only the bath or like a, a pre-shower bath? <laughs>
4: Are you that's, about to judge me? That's, <laughs> well, no, that I'm is here. an important question, like if you're, if, since
5: because, you just mentioned like, you know, being 30.
0: Be, well, so we're, dude, in the Southwest right now, we are taking showers all the fucking time, and like in the winter, I take like a, a, like a chill monthly shower, and uh, no, uh, but like right now, you just have to shower after every time you go outside right now. Yeah. I don't own a bath, I have a stand-up shower, cause I'm an adult and uh is that what it being an adult means no not at all no i think yeah. i think how an adult has broke? a bathroom big enough for an entire tub yeah. but I but see. that's the thing right like if you only bathe then you well i guess you could do two baths kind of like how you wash dishes at a restaurant you, you know, do like sink. a rinsing
5: bath and a soaking yeah. bath yeah Skin yeah, yeah. skin soup. Did you
4: want me to answer the question. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> Let's ask the pro uh, here.
0: What, what, is your, what is your philosophy about baths? That's all I want to know. <laughs>
4: my philosophy is that um, my husband and I found a dumpster where a natural products company leaves a lot of bath bombs and That's we just awesome. swoop those babies up. Um, and you're like, ever since you're I've like been on that. are like for bath bombs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I dumpster dive for bath bombs. So I've just been been bombing ever since man can't can't turn back once you get out of the bath feeling like so luscious
2: freshly bombed
4: yeah slightly glittery like you just don't (laughs) i don't want to go back to a life of dry skin and smelling like (laughs) shit before i go to bed so yes i shower in the morning and often i take a bath at night especially after skating the bath bombs also have epsom salt in them which is really good oh yeah.
0: yeah yeah for inflammation I yeah. just hold I Preserve just hold my yourself. bath bomb up to the shower head and it just like hits me with like purple, <laughs> pink, like sometimes they're like colored like the earth. Um, and I just walk out with the muck on me. Okay. Let's just fucking get to it then. Yeah. Uh there are a lot of scene videos coming out, and one of them is called Nightmare Van. And we're not gonna talk about that, god damn it. We're gonna talk about the real one. Mm-hmm. Uh pump on this Seattle Washington skate rats although I think does skate rats live in Los Angeles
4: uh Shane's actually lived in LA since he originally moved there like I think I want to say like 10 years ago when he first got a job uh working for the barracks and like Corey Kennedy was kind of like a hot new pro and yeah yeah that's kind of his original like impetus there's this house called a uh, Navy Street house where like Corey lived and stuff yeah Sick. but he's been down there for a minute yeah so like a lot of people think that I like either lived in LA or Shane would like film me in Washington but like most mm-hmm. of my tricks most of my part and Shari's part too was filmed when we took intermittent trips to Los Angeles over the course of a couple years
5: which answers my question about because I was gonna say like looking at your part can you tell which which tricks were filmed like in your bath mode like <laughs> you know like you were talking about like the transformative effects of, of regular
0: <laughs> uh, of bombing <laughs>
3: Bomb hills, bomb baths.
0: That's actually something that like I kind of wanted to, to maybe big ups with like the, the, speaking of positive things. I feel like there needs to be a regulation on minimum amount of time required to make a scene video. Because this one was like four years, you go from long hair to not as long of hair. And you uh, have different kits on over the years. Um, although you can have different kits on, I guess, over the course of a couple months. Mm-hmm. But this is a long ass video. When when did that start?
4: Uh I think you already answered the question. <laughs> it was like about <laughs> three or four years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, Shari and I um I don't know remember exactly why, but we like ended up going down to Los Angeles on like a little week-long skate trip. And mm-hmm. we hadn't really ever filmed like VX before or like um you know, Shane was kind of like a newer friend of mine that I'd sort of met through other friends. So I was like, hey, you wanna come down? And this was back in the day when like, you know, we were young enough that I'd be like, hey, sure, you wanna go do this random thing? And the answer was always yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we had no other <laughs> real commitments. So we went down there for a week and filmed like a little video that we called Witch Wildness. And cause we ended up filming like every day and getting a lot of footage. And it was really exciting and it was really fun. And working with Shane was different than like, you know, filming with any other person. Like your relationship with your filmer or photographer or even your friends for that matter when you're skating is so important growing up as like a woman like having a lot of dudes that like had a crush on me and or would put weird pressure on me or would just ignore me you know just like you know shane just always made you feel so welcome which was different than any experience i ever had so after we filmed that little mini series like that little mini part shane was like you guys should film like full parts for my next video And, and me and shari were just like yeah sure like we'll try um, and so yeah from then we just kind of kept going down there and yeah over the course of many haircuts and colored hair and short hair <laughs> and long hair um, yeah proud to say my hair is almost long again so <laughs> nice.
2: yeah well, you
5: you said uh, I heard somewhere that you also you filmed a lot of this stuff while you're on tour with your bands with your band how many bands are you in? I've heard you're in a lot of bands <laughs>
4: uh, I've been in a couple of bands uh-huh. um, i Played drums in like a all girls uh, New York style hardcore band called Lowest Priority for a couple of years, That's like 2016, sick. 2017, and then the next two years I played uh, in a band called Regional Justice Center, which is more like py- power violence. Um, mm-hmm. Big shout out to RJC, but I haven't really played in RJC since the beginning of this year. I've just been focusing more on skating and things like this podcast. Um, but I actually, <laughs> just started Wait, are a we new taking fun you band. For
0: music <laughs> So, uh wait, gladly
4: what? honestly i'm not a great musician i find a lot of joy in music but this is where my heart is
5: but you don't you no. don't i was gonna ask if you wanted to start a band with us but okay that answers I'm, that question i'm <laughs> super down um, <laughs> no, but yeah oh, hell can, yeah
0: i can do two bell and sebastian songs and like one really bad riff from a pavement song wait, so like
3: it, if ben City was a band what kind of music would it be Definitely um, some emo shit
2: y'all yeah. were talking about. <laughs> y'all are so emo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just
0: like, you know, the, the heartbreak Balance of Sebastian. not getting the clip. Um, the fake humble of rock.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's stay on Skate Rats. The fucking music was sick. Uh, You and Shari both skated to kind of like, well, no, Shari's was like a little more pop punk, or maybe I'm describing it bad, but uh, Shane, what song was that again?
1: Shari's song was uh, Bullseye by Potty Mouth okay cool thanks Kristen so
0: yours was like a little more like like rock I don't really know
1: that like the genre that that would fit into Shane could you help me out describing that song I, I guess you wouldn't call it a punk band I'm bad with de- like the actual description of music like Kristen knows a lo- way more about that than me but Kristen she's skated a sheer mag no or nobody's baby
0: okay cool thanks but uh both but they both had like pop structure. They were super sick fucking songs. And then the rest of the video, like there was like a pop song in there sounded kind of like a Titus
1: Andronica song. I don't know who it was though, but it was for the friend section. It actually wasn't. It was uh, City on the Hill uh, by the Deciabagados, which is uh, Connors over of the other band. There's uh, the emo Lord himself. So that's why it stuck out to me. You know, we
0: love emo. Mm-hmm. That was fucking awesome. Sebo skated to LCD sound system, which is like, it's good because that's how you skate to good music, but I feel like it's kind of a cheater move because it's like <laughs> obviously the part's gonna rip if you're skating to such an awesome song. Uh, but yeah, fucking that part was awesome, Sibos, and then yeah, just through throughout the whole thing, it was like kind of like pop punkish vibe, kind of like like er- almost like earlier four one soundscape. I don't know. I I don't know if that sounds accurate. Let me ask Shane one more time.
1: Um, I would describe it kind of all over the place, or at least I try to have everyone kind of pick their own songs. So I was kind of down with what everybody picked in a way. And I, I mean, everyone kind of threw me a couple of different songs, but I ended up finding like the best song that kind of worked with their footage. But I didn't really have an idea like a theme for the video or any sort of vibe. It was just kind of, honestly, that's the way I try to keep most of it is just more natural and just, like, more, I guess, original, not really trying to, like, pick or choose and make people go down a certain path. It's just what everybody wanted to skate to, and if it worked, it worked pretty much.
4: Yeah, Shane was mad cool about, like, everyone picking their own songs and giving everyone input, and even down to, like, the editing and stuff, like, we really got to be really in charge, and I think that's, like, what makes a really great video is when it's not just, like, the... Um, videographer and the editor's like vision you know it's like all yeah, about yeah, yeah. them it's this weird ego trip like Shane is yeah. so sick because he really is a great I think he's a great leader because the best leaders are the best servants so you ask mm-hmm. people what they want and mm-hmm. you make it happen like that's your job you're kind of the like ringleader in a way like but you're yeah. not you know making all the calls when I was at the premiere I didn't know what everyone was skating to I hadn't seen everyone's parts yet and like I was really stoked on um I've actually been listening to like all the bands um because I was just so hyped on all the music um yeah yeah but uh, Brian Baca's song is this like MC Jay Worthy and I've been like listening to his like whole album and yeah we've gotten a lot of compliments on the music which I think is just a testament to Shane like listening to people and not just making it his thing but making it everybody's thing so that's why I was like pretty diverse and eclectic but in a good way.
0: Were you the first part that went up on Thrasher?
4: Uh, no. Um, uh, Chris Blake's part went up. Okay. Chris okay. is uh, Chris was actually on Skateline NBD, and like Gary Rogers is like, he nose blunted a tree. <laughs> so <okay. laughs> that's hella funny. But yeah.
0: So yours is the second one.
4: Um, man, you're really making me want to fact well, check myself here. I don't, I don't here. fucking know.
0: It doesn't matter. Yours is up on the Thrasher site.com. and it is getting not a lot of hate
4: <laughs> honestly i got a bone to pick dude this was like i was honestly i'm heated <laughs> dude our like, waff video got so much funny hate and it was so fun to like respond to all of them and like laugh at them and all of that and like i literally looked at the comments and it was like yo gino is on that switch 180 i'm like yo <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 2019 is true to me really well what can I say I'm, I'm honestly super grateful thanks to everybody that watched it and checked it out and supported it and like it I think there was like one really funny uh comment that I sent to y'all that somebody said damn yo this girl shreds harder than 90% of the sponsored pro women and yet this is the first I'm seeing and hearing of her hope hope this girl gets hooked up ASAP And then somebody responded, listen to the Vent City podcast. I'm sure being pro is what she cares about. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was my favorite favorite comment.
0: I liked it too, but they didn't tag Vent City, so they're gonna get a pretty nasty DM from me. (laughs)
5: Yeah, they'll be. (laughs) Let them have
4: it.
0: Alex, you mentioned this, and it was like kind of a, you had like kind of a funny comeback, Kristen, but it was that like, you were like, yo, did you and Shari share a part like in the video? And you're like, nah, it's 2019, we get our own parts. Yeah, um, I texted
3: you that, Kristen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While I was anxiously <laughs> waiting to see the video, I was like, Kristen, do you and Shari share a part? <laughs> <laughs> Shane could have easily made us share a part, but.
0: No, they were both full, like, three and a half, four minute parts. Yeah, he pushed uh, us, for sure. Had, had you seen anything from it, Alex?
3: From the the video?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen like, the whole did, thing. no. Okay. I mean, beforehand, like, did, like, did, oh. like, what, like, do you know what you were expecting from, 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 uh, Kino's part, Keb's?
3: From Keb's part? Um, Jeez. I was actually really blown away. There was like tricks in there that I didn't ever see her do before or like know that she probably like, only had- did them once Well, over like big banks and shit. And that when you did that awesome. at the end, that was really sick. And it was like perfect style. And I knew that was a later clip, right? Because that's like one of your, like, that looks like you really modern. Was that pretty recent?
4: Y- was like the last year. i would short Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, the um. So I knew there were some tricks in it, but I honestly like Kristen kept it her cards very close to her chest. She did not show me clips, even mm-hmm. as much as I would have liked to see them every time <laughs> she filmed one to for, to approve or deny. <laughs>
4: Noted for next time, Mom. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Like a lot of people coming at me, being like, "Oh man, like that was sick," or like, "Whoa!" Like they're like blown away. Because, like, I come from an era where, like, you just don't put your shit up right yes, away. Yes, yes. Yeah. You, like, you wait until it drops, you know, yeah, and then yeah. you, like, hype it up. So, it's, like, really funny. So many people coming at me, like, I just got fucking invited to skate X Games because my video part. <laughs>
2: no, you <laughs> did yeah. But I'm, like, <laughs> no, dude, like, I, I
4: did those tricks fucking four
3: years ago. <laughs> Can't you tell from my hair? I love but that last text it, you sent me. You're, like, this joke is getting out <laughs> of hand. I'm about to buy a plane
4: <laughs> ticket to Minneapolis. <laughs> Full disclosure I'm a second alternate, so it doesn't mean anything, but uh, I'm honored to go out there. And it's it's funny, it's related to my video part. The That's snacks amazing. are awesome,
3: there, Kristen. You're gonna love the I snacks, just tons of snacks. Freaking wait yeah. Bring another bag just to pack with snacks on your way out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Noted, do normal.
0: they do they vegan accommodated? Yes, games?
3: absolutely, like everything.
4: I'm excited for the massage, dude.
3: Yeah, a massage yeah. every five minutes and bath bombs, <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude. Fucking uh, I might have to cut this, I'll, I'll ask Ryan, but. Ryan fucking got like one of those uh massage guns, Thera Guns, mm-hmm. like because a bunch of pros, like they'll reserve some of these like crazy VIP packages for like Leticia and Nora and Tyshawn, or I don't know if Tyshawn skates those, but like like total like A-listers and then they'll be like, oh, I'm not gonna like go grab a backpack with a fucking like jigsaw in it. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't fucking need that shit. And Ryan was like, you know, he like has like he he tries to do like home PT, um, and so he was like, dude, like, could I? Uh, he's like, I'm sort of in the contest. I'm here with the McClung. Like, can I? Uh, the McClung. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what what do I have to do to cop it? And they're like, oh, we might be able to get you a discount on something. And they were like, actually, you know what? Just take it and tag us. Nice. And he just like, he just got like a six hundred dollar fucking, you know, I don't know. Fucking muscle destroyer. Yeah.
3: I have one of them right there on my bed. Really? Yeah, I use it it on my girlfriend at night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you do. it's great foreplay i don't know how it is for like muscle stuff but it's good for that <laughs> that th- that
0: just seems like it's got like fucking seven horsepower though don't judge just...
3: my sex life
0: <laughs> have, have you have you tried cbd <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have to you theragun first and you have to like fucking recover for days after yeah uh, right <laughs> yeah. again on the tinder bio
4: on the tinder bio <laughs> dude
0: uh, hey, really quick,
4: can I make a a statement?
0: Yeah, is it are we we're dropping this, right? Oh, this is getting cut. Go ahead, Kristen. <laughs> no, no, oh no.
4: fuck, sorry. It wasn't related to uh um, We're done
0: with the Theragun sex, <laughs> Theragun right?
4: <foreplay>. Okay. <laughs> um I was just gonna say I just wanted to like this is not promotion specifically for the pump on this video. Plug I just it. wanted to say that. Um I just wanted to say shout out to filmers everywhere that don't give up on who they're filming. And Shane has been that person for me. Like they literally are like, like family, like they won't give up on you. They have vision for you or they see things for you. They help you find the right spots. Like Shane literally, thank you so much. Like he put so much into that video, but into each individual person specifically and found them spots, made sure yeah. they pushed themselves, like really saw their potential in a way that like in a lot, I just feel so lucky like not a lot of skaters have that opportunity Mm -hmm. like I had so many filmers like growing up that I would encounter that would like oh sorry I lost your clip or like literally there was one dude that like professed his love to me and I was like oh I'm gay oh I like (laughs) no like I'm not into you like I was (laughs) no joke like you think I'm joking I'm not parked outside my parents house he professes his love to me I told him I'm gay and ran out of his car
2: next thing I know I don't know where my
4: like line went that he filmed so like never. no, never. yeah, so that situation happened. There's been other dudes that I've like filmed with that like I go to the video premiere and like my clip's not in the video. like that's happened oh, so many sick. times and like <laughs> Shane is just like someone that just like really rides for people and doesn't give up on them and is out there for hours like breaking his back. and I just feel like that's yeah. so rare these days. um and I just feel really lucky to have had that experience
0: cool. yeah I, s- I second that fucking. I don't even know what that is. It's just like a appreciation.
4: Yeah, honestly. Um,
0: Cause yeah, there's, we all know this, but it's like, there is no goddamn money. Like when you break down. Oh yeah. Like let's say even in the days when like DVD sales were a thing, like if you sold a thousand copies for like, if you sold them to shops, you sold them for eight bucks. If you sold them like direct to people, like through a website, if you were like savvy enough, you like, it was like 15 bucks. So, you know, at the top end of that, you're making whatever eight on some plus 15 on some times a thousand is. And uh, when you break that down over four years, like you're making like 40 cents an hour. Like there's just there really is no um, there's no, I I don't know, market benefit or whatever. You know, it's it's just for it really is just a gift to the scene and to the the conversation for the culture. Yeah. It's so. Yeah, these they they really are fucking, you know, unsung heroes. Because oftentimes they're invisible, right? Like, because if they don't have, you know, some people feel weird about putting clips of themselves in their own video. Um, So it's like maybe... Not Richie Valdez. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Richie's a good skater. Uh, But, you know, so then it would just be like, fuck, you know, this person put in all this goddamn work, you know, gave these people shine. Put the goddamn titles before the parts, and you don't even know if
5: they're handsome or not.
3: Exactly, <laughs> yeah. My number one, and and slapboard, and that
0: yeah, and that that's, that that maybe is saving me from uh, from a lot of these guys because we already know about the complex I have. But um,
3: wait, I don't. What's the they, complex? Uh, oh, he's he, I, the
5: other when he was talking about the Atlantic Drift videos and Jacob Harris. He was just like, I'm sure he's handsome. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I. He just he makes too much good shit in skating and it's just way too threatening to me and it's like (laughs) when you get so like
4: part of just like people that are good at skating.
0: Yeah, 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 just but like part (laughs) of aging is like for most people is becoming less hot than the kind of idealized version you have of yourself in your mind. And so like every day I'm kind of waking up more wrinkled with less hair same crooked teeth and being like. I bet Jacob Harris is just like sitting there with like a cool ass like pompadour hoff, like fucking, <laughs> just like, oh, look at this amazing video. Oh, you want another one a week later? Sure. Uh, and I'm just like, cool. I worked for 40 hours last week on No Coping. I cut seven minutes. So, fuck you, dude. Uh, and that, so that's my position, Alex. I've been wanted, through it. I'll, I always just wanted to get revisiting. you on Jacob Harris again.
5: <laughs> Bring
4: him on the show.
0: Oh, God. I could not handle that. Yeah, he, but we'd have to block out
4: the Zoom. It's all yeah, audio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess you would have to wear a mask for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, um.
4: But speaking of filmers, like, I was at the skate park the other day, and someone, I was like, hey, will you film this for me? And they literally filmed me for, like, four tries, and then they just, like, handed my phone back to me. <laughs> and I was like, do you even skateboard? Yeah. Like, this what is, is happening? Is like, era. If like, you're the not... filmer, you stick it out.
5: <laughs> yeah. I, I had a friend do that, too, recently. Like, I was just... <laughs> And He was just like, "Yo, I'm I'm not here for this." <laughs> I, was just like, <laughs> I was like, "Clear okay. boundaries, fair, 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 fair." But also,
4: I'm not sweating profusely. I've not thrown my board one time. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah I'm
5: trying, <laughs> but I, you're right.
4: It's yeah. a different. It's a different era, honestly. I kind
0: of. I kind of hope that one day I've been talking about this. I hope the dynamic flips between the stressed out aggro skater to the. Cool, collected patient skater coupled with a aggro impatient filmer (laughs) damn you should start
4: filming it's just
0: like fucking right here and then you don't land they're like god damn it throw their camera Uh, focus (laughs) their tape yeah, yeah yeah um get in the car drive away without saying a word okay uh i don't know pump on this where do if is it gonna go away on the Thrasher site? I don't know. Where do you get it? We we had a link in a Venmo, but what do you what yeah, do, you do for Shane?
4: SkateRats.com. Order that. Yeah. Okay. Make a sellout. There's t-shirts, all that stuff. Support. Um, there's there's a booty movie, shorts. A there's girls'
3: booty shorts on there.
4: Uh, I think those are underwear. Um, I think that's where sold out like four years ago. I don't know. He still has them up
3: there though. <laughs> They're so still up there. there. Oh. Damn,
4: okay. <laughs> Get your booty yeah. shorts. That's right. how I feel
0: looking at old feedback stories. I'm like, dude, this sticker? I'm like, fuck, that was from like August 2017. Kind of the
5: same thing that Kyle said a few episodes back about like supporting print media, like also support independent yeah. skate videos and people that actually make shit that takes four years and is about yes. friendship and also just pushing skateboarding uh in yeah. a certain way you know
0: yeah yeah oh for sure word um anyways before i drop pump on this i do want to talk about a full part from just a an, yeah like i said absolutely beloved pro skater uh cory kennedy who this is the first full part we've seen in a long time and it was it was almost the exact same feeling you got from the last skate rats video that he did like i said like earlier on the show rat poison was the turning point for me with corey kennedy where i saw him as like kind of a barracks drone and then i was like oh this is a really interesting skater who Mm -hmm. is skating hometown spots or just who who is putting something out that just looks like skating with your friends like oh what's that over there i'll skate that and not just like give me a perfect ledge and i'll do the techest thing you've ever thought of um and i thought this was you know nothing looks more fun than skating that DIY with your friends like that quarter pipe or, you know, he does just a ride on fifty-fifty down like a five hubba. And it's just like, really, it's just, it just looked like somebody going out there doing skating. And, and obviously there's a sort of context around Corey Kennedy, which is just, you know, a lot of people have feelings where they're, you know, it's, it's just really sad what his, you know, that he's not, um, just out there just like any other pro skater. Um, but yeah, I, uh, if we want to talk about his part I don't know if y'all know him or have met him I never met him um, but I thought I fucking love the part how do you feel about this part coming out here
5: I thought I, I've always been a fan and I loved his part in this one too I was really very grateful to see skating from him because in some ways when he kind of hit that stride um of sort of like norm core dirt bag guy uh, you know that's yeah. the style i would assign him with like a yeah. shaped board and just like amazing versatility i was like this yeah. is like this Safety is best yeah this is the, him skating this is a skateboarder skateboarding skating how they want to skate and when that moment happens it doesn't happen for everyone it kind of produces classic footage shit that you would want to watch in 10 years and yeah. so this was um obviously a very bittersweet uh experience watching someone skate like that knowing what you know about yeah. where they are right now
4: yeah i know he was like really hyped to to put out footage while he was locked up yeah um yeah. you know he was like oh i'm gonna be like tupac you know like putting out content
0: who did he skate to Corey skated
1: to tupac old school
0: sick thanks shane wait while i have you here did he like send you other music too that he wanted to skate to
1: yeah the other songs he he gave me a list of maybe like seven songs uh, some of them, a couple reggae songs, because Corey's always been on a big reggae kick forever. Um, and then there's just a, another instrumental song. Actually, no, wait. Uh, actually, the song that he skates, or I did, like, his little Super 8 millimeter intro montage with, like, uh, Rick Howard and Smythe and Carol. They were all kind of building a raft on, like, on the ocean. It was They were all out there kind of before Corey went in. It was kind of our last little hurrah. But uh, that song I was one of the songs on this list you want to use for a part. But... But also for his part, I was trying to keep it more of an upbeat phase, kind of going on, not just kind of mellow reggae. Kind of ch- trying to keep the hype alive, but I ended up using another song that he wanted for his part for the intro of his part too. So
0: it kind of all worked out. So yeah, obviously he knew about the part. Like Shane was keeping him updated and stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah, and like um, you know, Shane every time he goes to Washington, mm-hmm. we'll go visit him, and um, oh, so you cool. know, through there's like this app called JPay. They like will communicate um when it came down to picking his like ender you can like send um people that are left up like photos like mm-hmm. a couple of them i think it's only a handful and yeah. my apologies if i'm totally butchering this but shane like sent him and be like hey do you want a, the the trick you got on this spot or this spot you know um oh, that's so yeah cool. so yeah. he could like pick what he wanted as his ender and stuff like that yeah yeah i mean it's i think it's really hard because like Every time I met Corey f- over the years, like he's always just like the nicest person, like yeah. so welcoming and so friendly, like no bullshit. Like, um, he always was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and having like <laughs> the best time and like had like, a like a jam box, like, uh, he was always like bumping music and always oh, like cool, like, yeah. like music. You're like, damn, where'd you hear that? Like, he was like <laughs> always like being in like a basement, you know, like listening to some deep cuts, you know, like he yeah. had a really eclectic, awesome taste in music. um yeah just when when we were skating you know and like always was so like supportive and just like hyped you know yeah um and so like how i feel about it is like what happened was like obviously really sad and there's people that have opinions and maybe they're mad or or whatever um but how i see it is like i know it costs a lot of money to keep people locked up and it pisses me off that like my tax dollars in Washington go to keep somebody like him behind bars Mm, I think what would have made sense is you know maybe some restrictions on his ability to drive or drink and do things like that but I I think you know keeping somebody locked up is that just wouldn't hurt a fly that you know fucked up but you know Mm, overall is you know just a great person it's just it's really sad i just feel like it's a huge disservice to the community i'm like what if he had to do community service and just went and skated with kids or fought forest fires or did something you know he's like an able-bodied like adult dude that's just a sweetheart yeah like why are we paying to keep somebody like that locked up i just that's my tie-in to it i hate the prison industrial complex um and i know it affects other people way worse than someone you know that's Corey. like Corey obviously has a lot of privilege but Um, I just think about it in that respect Um, Hmm. yeah Yeah,
0: that's something that you know I I think most people have feelings about which is just like um, or I think I think you know there's there's this problem where when we see things like our intuition and our gut feeling as people goes oh dude if you like fucked up real bad just like trapping them for years doesn't doesn't either undo the pain or or necessarily rehab that person and so what the fuck are we even doing we just are making a sort of punish box uh to sort of just be like i don't know what to do with this person right now just like go over there like what's I, an I
4: industry ted they're yeah, making a, money yeah. off of it a
5: puni- punish yeah. box that you make a ton of money off of a and shit then pull- ton of money yeah. on
0: yeah and um and it it's just it's corrupt across the board i mean and across the border right now jesus christ and um and yeah i think that is just i i don't know that is just like the fucking most obnoxious circle to square because it's like okay well what are you actually trying to accomplish here and you know when you realize it's not rehab when you realize it's a market pressure it's just the whole thing becomes so fucking heartbreaking yeah um and yeah I don't know um even with all that I was just you know obviously I didn't know um either people uh you know any any of the folks involved um and what led up to that but I was just so fucking hyped to see just like you know skateboarding from just one of the one of the great people who just like was versatile and you could tell just like yeah really like skating with their friends you know like there's like i said in in one of the when in one of the shows like stop clearing the frame like when they're skating that diy they're in the background like they're it's like a it's a fu- it, it just was awesome to just be like oh yeah this is someone who just likes to skate with their friends and is a fucking awesome skater yeah. skates a vert ramp what the hell was that
5: that was sick that backs that was oh fucking
0: boy. yeah so how good. can you do that
4: that thing um, is a behemoth yeah, yeah. Looks so like, big. Every time I go, I'm like, "Will I drop him?" Is he, he's
0: not a big guy, is he? No. Is he, he, yeah, I was like, I was like, that fur ramp looks except because I've seen like Nolan skate it and shit. I'm like, that fur ramp looks huge. Yeah, if oh, I like were
5: with- if I were standing atop that behemoth, I would be shit my pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's a yeah. I'm super hyped that we're able to talk about that and fucking yeah. express some appreciation. Uh, Shane yeah. has been super good about keeping his address updated. Yeah, um, I got, I I got that, it. Can I read uh, it? Yeah, I would love that.
4: Yeah, uh, Corey Kennedy 410614 P.O. Box 37, Little Rock Washington, 98556
0: Awesome. And, and yeah. I'll type that up. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, yeah,
4: and I was going to say too if you're moved by the fact that somebody's locked up for this reason and your tax dollars go to it like look up statistics on the prison industrial complex and like because it's far deeper than just your favorite skater um yeah yeah. get involved start paying attention because it's more more than just about Corey it's about the way that we lock up lots of people and anyways do your research do your homework if this is your call to action here you go send Corey some love too while you're at it
5: oh yeah
0: you're very good at this Uh, You you
5: should organize people
2: Yeah yeah I was gonna say You've done this before Uh, Oh
4: god Who is this chick she's like good at like Organizing people She should Organize work in organizing
0: I I, I get on mic and I'm like Skating's fucking sick huh Do you see them put down that fucking trick I don't know be cool And Chris is like well here's
5: what you need to do And do this otherwise
0: (laughs) um,
4: We'll all work together see
5: yeah. All right. Uh, wait,
4: so
5: wait, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Because we may have talked about this privately, but God damn it, Kristen, you you like. So dissed your your front foot and the way that it flicks, and like, oh, we need and, to and you played, played with us. That was so that was so fake, humble, and lame, dude. Like, you,
2: you're like, <laughs> I oh yeah, about the one
5: and
4: like, time I flicked <laughs> yeah. You're like was,
5: you're, you're like, oh, you know, it just does this thing and it doesn't go anymore. And I was like, I relate because I've strained my ankle twenty times and like it's just like thud. And then and then that one kickflip out of the manual was yep. just flicked Wait, to hell. You
3: earned yourself a slow mo with that that clip.
0: It was slow-mo,
5: yeah. It was a slow-mo
3: yeah. That leg proof full... that you can still flick, Kristen. Yeah,
0: boned
5: I'm out I'm questioning
3: your win at the 30 and over division in the Golden Girls at Wheels of Fortune now after okay, seeing that clip. I want your y- birth y- certificates. I'm going to birth yeah. her. <laughs> Dude,
0: yes, yes. Kristen Nebling birth her. Yes. The last thing I want to see is 24. a sprain.
4: She's <laughs> 24.
0: Never sprained her ankle. Yeah.
4: I have my fucking dental record.
2: <laughs> those are five Trump to seven years off, pot. you know
4: that those are wrong. <laughs> okay, but uh, in my defense, I don't know if you can see
3: on the Thrasher screen grab. Kristen's showing us a camera. My a foot phone. is pointed
4: down, like it doesn't go back out. It just flicks. No, be-
0: no because, because that's a bad flicks. screen grab. Yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. Oh, it, 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 It gets way the fuck out there. That was full karate kick. Yeah. Okay.
4: Uh, I have karate kick, but I do not have flick sir. Flick is this, right? No, is that ma'am, not I, flick? Do I no, not No ma'am. Know what I think you ha- you have flick. <laughs> I like
5: You kind of flick. I like this from four years hand. ago,
4: Ted. So, okay, well. which we already talked about. <laughs> yeah. Look how long my hair is in that clip. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I have I didn't. I was I too busy paying hair. attention to the freaking yeah, flick. Yeah, you were watching <laughs> the respect the freaking flick. Thank you. Well, thank you. Um Ted
0: Ted, you had another point or was was that it?
5: No, I'm done.
0: <laughs> okay. I feel betrayed. Uh, all right. This is going to be super fucked up if this does not go the way that I'm assuming it goes. I've been to college. Kristen's been to college. Ted's been to college. Alex, I don't know if you've been to college or not.
3: Do I look like I've been to college? Yes. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you have <laughs> glasses on. Yeah, That's yeah.
2: the
3: thing, right? <laughs> I'm a white Jewish girl from Studio City. Do you think I've been to college?
0: <laughs> oh God, um, where'd you go?
3: I uh, <laughs> couldn't get into UCLA, so I went to Loyola Marymount University. <laughs>
0: nice. I do not understand this California shade. No, I, don't I, I, worry. I know it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like, uh, yeah. I don't know. We've we have fucking three schools in Arizona, basically. So,
3: I went to um, a Jesuit university by LAX airport.
0: Oh, super cool! Super uh, sick. <laughs> pe- pe- people from the uh, Kristen Jesuit stayed in my High dorm school room. Though, I think once
3: a couple times. Wait, did I? I don't
0: know. Uh, I really? Two girls in a dorm room at a Jesuit university?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, you Scandalous were risking like sounds, excommunication. <laughs> uh, except, wait, no, you're you're Jewish. You're not Catholic. <laughs> I know.
3: But I went to a Jesuit school. Yeah, I went to um, I went to film school.
0: For the for the academics Oh yeah 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 you said that mm-hmm. um, How was that? How was your how was your time in, in learning about the trade of media? Uh,
3: it was awesome. Uh, I went down to Los Angeles right when we started filming the Vila Vila Cola video. So basically I went down there to go start skating and filming with Amy Carone and Vanessa Torres and Lisa Whitaker. Um, mm-hmm. So basically I wanted to be in Los Angeles and I did it.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. yeah I also went to film school. you did it too right? Now I make podcasts. Yes. How many of us,
5: how many of us chose our colleges based on where we wanted to skate?
0: And also, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent.
5: Yes.
3: Yes. I mean,
4: mine was like a good spot, but it was kind of more just that I got in and my parents didn't want to pay out of state tuition. Even though
3: I showed you all those schools when you were 17, you didn't pick a (laughs) single one of those. You just went back to the University of Washington.
4: (laughs) Hey, I I didn't get into... uh, Actually, I think I did get into SF, one of the ones in San Francisco. Yeah, um, The Jesuit school in San Francisco. But did you any clips at
3: that school? My my dad
0: was going to go there.
3: So wait, where did you guys all go? Where did the Teds go?
0: I went to the largest... Public university in the country, boasting now both in person and online over a hundred thousand students. It is the least prestigious uh, university in America, uh, if you don't count the for-profit schools. Uh, although this one is technically for-profit because it makes a shit ton of money, and, it and they, they accepts, definitely do
5: not listen to this podcast.
0: It accepts seven out of ten applicants. I went to Arizona State University after going to Catholic school for too many years, and it was expensive because i paid out of state because like i said i went to high school in nevada went to five high schools and then i took uh whoa,
4: whoa whoa you went to five high schools. I went to five
0: high schools yes that's right freshman year i went to one sophomore year i went to three junior and senior year i went to i went to one so Dang,
4: going to high school once sucked ass i cannot yeah. imagine <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> that's like next level like I don't know. What yeah. What do you call it when you torture yourself?
0: That's when I yeah, my some my so dad, masochism? My dad moved around yeah. a lot and I was just yeah. I and that was the to to Ted's point. I was so goddamn focused um with with having a scene with being surrounded by skaters and being I had finally started to like connect with like Arizona skate history when I was like fourteen, fifteen, like getting into high school. Like I was watching the old videos, like learning the old names and being like, oh, okay, like our videos look different than uh zoo york videos Uh, so there's something here that's different and our videos look different than you know zero videos there's something here and so i i well you're on the opposite
5: end of the alphabet from zoo york and zero
0: (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) so yeah but basically i just i had i had fallen I would become completely enamored with Arizona skateboarding. And just while I lived in Nevada, I was just like, fuck this seamless place. Ironically, all the people I skate with Arizona when I was 14, I don't skate with anymore and all the people in Nevada, I still go up to Portland and visit who have moved there. But I love Arizona skateboarding and I, 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 I literally, I just moved back, you know, I didn't care, paid out of state tuition, fucking. I wanted to be a skater in the ditches. just in in this place in the southwest. And so yeah, I did that. Ted, where'd you go?
5: I went to Occidental College in Los Angeles and I majored in brevity and staying to the point. <laughs> 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 Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I studied art it. history.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um,
5: but I but I will say that um
0: undergrad through PhD, same same uh, university?
5: No, no, no. Uh, undergrad was Occidental, and I'm finishing okay. my PhD at, in New York at the Graduate Center, City University. But um, I totally like I visited a bunch of schools in the south, in the Pacific Northwest, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, Reed and all those ones. And I was I thought about them because I was like, maybe I want to be like a Portland skater. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to I LA, and I, yeah, and I just kind of like it was 1996, and you know, picnic table. Skating was kind of happening, and I knew that Donnie Barley was had just moved to L.A. and I was, I was like, "Oxy, Oxy is the place for me." Like, you know, who am yeah, I kidding? Yeah. I'm never gonna be be able to rip Burnside, and like, I don't really like smoking weed. Like, I want to <laughs> like.
4: That's definitely a solid set of prereqs. Oh, full on! Yeah, I right I remember I like scared.
5: visiting um, like uh, Reed, I think, and my host was like. So, dude, you like the dead? And I was like, no. Just and he's walk like, away. And he's like, what do you he like? He hasn't seen the story. No, he was hundred percent like he was like, what do you like then? And I was like, uh, Bob Dylan. And he's like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And I was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, I, I like was sort of Hippie intimidated shade. by this person, and now I hate them. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go here. Like, this is just like moldy, soggy hippies like in a rose garden smoking weed.
4: Dude, yep. lots of mold.
5: Yeah, so I, I want In like I want menace tech. Space. Um, so yeah. I have a really
3: uh, fucked up visiting colleges story.
0: Okay, I want to hear it.
3: My dad and I—I I thought I wanted to go to Boston. I thought it was going to be East Coast. So my dad and uh-huh. I booked a flight for September 11th, 2001, to go oh, visit yeah. University of Boston. We okay. booked the flight. We had the Travelocity receipt. It was flight uh, 95A. Returning at 6 a.m. from Boston to Los Angeles. And I called my dad two weeks before. I'm like, the ASR trade show is that same weekend. Can I please do this instead? And my dad was like, who's this? Hard ass for some reason was like, okay, yeah, you can go to the ASR trade show, whatever the fuck that is. So we canceled. And Mm -hmm. that flight went into the World Trade Center that we were on. What the fuck? Are you
0: fucking kidding?
3: No so i didn't holy go to shit. school in boston <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. i'm
3: so in shock right now
2: yeah. what
3: the hell fucked Whoa. up but great asr trade show saved my life
0: holy shit
5: that is insane <sighs> wow I, I i was always curious if i was ever going to meet someone that like had right. that kind of a story that you just told me that's so thank you nice yeah, to this, show, big...
0: this show's fucking oh. over if we that uh,
3: I got alcohol poisoning too, but that's another story. At ASR,
4: <laughs> yeah, of course. Nice,
5: yeah, of course. Yeah, where else? Um, not at a college in Boston. Uh, Kristen, what what did you study again in in college?
4: I studied history, and I have a minor in labor studies.
5: That's rad. Damn. Yeah.
4: My girl's so smart,
5: I, <laughs> but I also think it's like it's so. cool. I want to go back
4: to school. Yeah. I know, right? Are you, when are you gonna think, fit that in your schedule?
5: <laughs> I think I you should. Know. I think you should. As someone who started a PhD program at thirty-three, uh, it's never too late. Hell yeah! And look at me, I'm killing it. Um, you are. No, you I think are. I honestly think you should because, like, I I knew that you studied something about labor history and just sort of the way that you've been able to like fuse. Like your passions and your intellectual like strengths into like a dope life with a sick flick is pretty tight. (laughs) (laughs) How
4: how mid nineties of you?
5: (laughs) Shaka.
0: Yeah, yeah, you almost went like slam poet there.
5: Um, Yeah, I I tried to I tried to reel out of it because I was about to get like (laughs) verbose.
4: Yeah, yeah. I honestly like. I started college and I thought I was going to do like business. And I went to one business class and everybody rolled up with a fucking briefcase. And then we oh, had this wow. super douchey TA. And I was like, give me the fuck out of here. So I like canceled that class. Cause my yeah. dad, when I went to college, like I was really depressed because I wanted, I just didn't really have a lot of friends to skate with. I had kind of just met like Alex White and these girls in California, but I didn't get accepted mm-hmm. to the schools I wanted to go to there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to UW, I'm going to stay in Seattle yeah um and like a lot of my friends had like moved to la or new york or different places so i or like didn't go to school at all so i was kind of feeling really lost so my dad was like why don't you join a sorority i'm like okay great idea um so i didn't do that but my dad good advice he gave me was to try a bunch of different classes yeah Um, yeah and yeah yeah, i knew i didn't want to do business but then my dad actually was a labor organizer um Mm -hmm. he helped organize uh, pilots from his company um and to join the union and um so like i was already sort of kind of interested in that stuff and then i found out that there was like the harry bridges center for labor studies at the university of washington and so i kind of started you know going on that path and then through my history classes and stuff i didn't study like a lot of like ancient histories or anything like that i studied mostly like labor movements social movements um and it's pretty cool. Like, when I was studying that stuff, I saw skateboarding as like this totally separate thing.
2: Mm-hmm. But now
4: that skateboarding has kind of evolved and become more inclusive, and there's all these conversations around like how to be truly like be inclusive of everyone and what does that actually mean? It's mm-hmm. really fun to be able to pull from like, oh, well, I know that there was like a labor union that like used to be like hella racist and it like wasn't good for them. And th- this yeah. is why. Yeah. So, like, being able to like, um, pull in different things that i know from history and different movements like feminism and things like that yeah. um, and pull that into skateboarding and utilizing those theories it number one makes me look really smart <laughs> but it <laughs> i'm not i didn't come up with these ideas like you know what i mean like this is shit i read about that happened in like 1925
5: so yeah, yeah but I mean, that's um, the best thing that about I'm college your, is you can kind of yeah. look really really smart and sound really smart True. sometimes
4: yeah influences a lot of the decisions i make at skate like a girl and stuff too
5: which is <laughs> that, in some ironically strangely like you didn't. You didn't join a, fr- a sorority, but you kind of started like a a skate sisterhood.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. did Thanks start Dad. a sorority. Udup
4: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, has good spots too.
0: No, I, I'm still just pissed. I uh, I spent 180 bucks in 2017 to take the LSAT, and then like three weeks before, I was like, I did not study for the last six weeks. I'm completely fucked. I'm out. Oh. And so with that, I put my hopes of ever going back to school uh, in a in a little uh email inbox where i put the receipt for that uh just absolutely wasted 180 dollars. it's not Mm -hmm. too late
2: yeah Um, how
4: do i know what to go back to school for ted
0: for in uh me
4: yeah i I mean what are you doing i I think if you want history yeah but for me i like how does that even work
5: okay so in my case like i chose my, my major because it was so useless and I was on some skate for fun ethos type shit in Mm -hmm. undergrad. And that also is so about my privilege. Like I was like, I don't need to find a job like Mm the idiotic, but I also genuinely loved art history. And then I took a significant break, like nearly a decade after graduating from undergrad. And I realized that I was just drawn to it and I wanted to write and I probably wanted to teach. And I knew that the only way that I could do that was to, um, to get at least a master's and probably a PhD. And that I, that also that I like skateboarding, I would be doing something that I loved purely and that that was like a very rare gift to know that I had that. So I think in your case, I don't know if you, it seems to me like you have so many things that you're, you're already nailing it, doing, you know, But if you see a limitation, if you think that you could have like more power and more influence with a more advanced degree in terms of like dealing directly with cities or other communities, maybe it might benefit you. I think you'd be an excellent teacher. You'd be, you know, like if you wanted, um,
4: yeah, I hey. like, I think about like public policy, like I want to be the, f- I want to be the mayor or like, yeah. you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, cause yeah. I want to help influence, like I see the way that like Scandinavia has really like embraced skateboarding yeah. and like decriminalized it and like yeah. really made it a part of their city infrastructure from like, they have like people on their city council that like represent skateboarding, you know, like they have a lot of money in it yeah. Um, and they're fully supporting it. And I'm like curious what that could look like in a, in a metropolitan city like Seattle and um even in places like you know and maybe set a precedent for that like i'm really Mm -hmm. inspired by that and obviously i have other like skateboarding is not my whole platform but (laughs) um i think the way that we interact with public space is really like fucked up a lot of times like the way that i don't know i've just seen like i don't know even the wto protests you know back in the day yeah like there was like there's supposed to be a a place called Westlake center where like you're supposed to allow to or you're supposed to be allowed to protest and that was a place where they like arrested people yeah. Um, that were protesters. So I've seen yeah. like and skateboarding is a part of the use of public space and interpretation of the Absolutely. use of public space. So um, I think like, yeah. you know,
5: anything yeah. urban geography, being a geographer, things like that, like that there's a whole really very rich and dynamic uh, field of study that directly engages like the right to the city, who uses cities, how we, how we use them and how we negotiate that, that space and it's really interesting and you meet some fucking badass uh lefties <laughs> <It's cool. Sweet. laughs>
4: awesome so, so wait what's that degree again can uh, i get a phd in that yeah how do you even? can you explain it though like is that a dumb question i don't even understand because don't you have to have like a thesis and you have to like yeah. write some shit like can you explain that because I, I feel like if okay. i don't know what the fuck that is how yeah. the fuck does anyone else know
5: here here's the fucking thing You would be such a, you would be an amazing candidate because you've already accomplished so much. So, it's basically like the way that you, and PhD programs are for the most part funded. Um, So, you approach the school and you've done a little bit of research and you know like what the, you've read one of the professor's books or you follow them, you know, you're like, you're aware of what their work and you say like, I want, this is what I've done in my professional life outside of school and this is how having a phd or being in in this program would help me accomplish this these are my like goals for the next 10 years okay. and um you know i think it's really about just sort of finding praxis like finding a theoretical underpinning for like what you already do and are good at and 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 recognizing that it's worth the sacrifice of like Time. Time. I mean fucking life happens, you know? And it, it has to be a, a pure and sincere passion because Yeah, you lose everything. Or you like gain new things and your life completely alters. That's the that's the thing that if I could give anyone advice I would tell I would tell them is that um you become a middle aged person in the process. <laughs> do you do you
4: have cl- do you have classes like normal college, like yeah. in your undergrad?
5: Yeah. So so the, you start out with a, you go through, do coursework and you often have a series of exams, comprehensive exams, exams about the state of the discipline, literature, stuff like that. Um, and then <clears throat> I think in a PhD program, there's often like a language requirement or something like that, you know? It's it, our American PhD programs were all designed by like very mean spir- spirited Germans in the nineteenth century. Um
2: so like there's like a very
5: rigorous curriculum of like just shit that you're like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? Oh yeah, it was designed by a German who hated us and thought we were all dumb. Okay. So I'd um, have to like
4: quit my job like to be able to do it? Or do you like how you do you might, afford to do it?
5: I, I I bartended the first five and a half years. Um I load up Sorry. Sorry,
4: how long is the program? <laughs> Five and a half years.
0: A lot. A lot of times they're they're they're, they're, they're up to eight years.
5: Yeah, and, uh, the PhD program in art history is is nine to twelve, and I'm at year ten, and I intend to defend my dissertation, and I'll get to that in a moment, uh, like next year. So, the so this I, is
4: a commitment.
5: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it, so I took I took about four and a half years of coursework. I got kind of held up on some exams for a year and a half. So like. I didn't progress and then I finally passed my last round of exams and I've just been working on my dissertation and balancing like whatever kind of full-time work I have done or like mini part-time jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It depends on the program. Many programs are better funded and offer better opportunities. Ours is kind of scrappy, but very like collegial. Like we, we rely on the people that we are actually, no, the program officers are actually very good in mind, but, um, it's, it's just like this crazy world of like really, really dedicated people. And the only other community that I've found that level of like engagement has been skateboarding. So it's Wait, like, all- did
4: you get your master's first or can you just go to your PhD?
5: You can enter into a PhD program with, uh, an, just an undergrad degree and you often get did, your master's. Is that what you did? Yeah. And you. so oh, okay. I, I, my master's, I was given my master's after like finally passing this exam. Um, so if I were to like dip Tomorrow I would, I would have a master's, um, yeah. but, uh, but I, I just, I just want the, I want the PhD. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right.
2: Or at that, least
5: a massage gun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this whole conversation is brought about because I don't know. I, yeah, I think just in general, you know, if you feel like college is your path, You should be able to pursue it regardless of your economic background. And unfortunately, a lot of people do not have the same opportunities that the four of us had and or the same means or, you know, whatever. Um, So we were I was super lucky uh, to have um, Keegan from College Skate Educational Foundation uh, with he was here in uh, Arizona and he he came by where I record on my end um, and I sat down and talked to him and I thought he had a cool story, um, what they're doing um, as a RAD organization. A lot of people who are involved at CSEF also are going to be or have some, uh, some partnerships with the Pushing Borders people. Um, Neftali Williams is one of them, Thomas Barker is one of them, um, and I just thought that was super cool I was I was honored that you know they like the show um and that I think it's like a good intersection you know so um yeah I don't know fucking they they give scholarships to college bound skaters it's a fucking noble enterprise um so or endeavor and so uh I guess this is my segue into that and I will put that in the show And I'll stop doing awkward shit. (laughs) No,
5: you won't. (laughs) No, you
4: won't. Really
2: won't.
0: (laughs) I'm sitting here, beautiful Tempe, Arizona. Currently, 106 degrees outside in the Vent City bedroom studio and uh, Keegan is the executive director of the college skateboarding educational foundation nailed it nailed it and uh, I'm a college graduate I am completely underwater consumed fucked over by over $60,000 in student debt from my education at Arizona State University and uh I'm also a skater, and I wish that i that I knew about resources um like cSEF and uh, I wish I knew people like Keegan when I were going to school, so we're going to talk a little bit about your background and fucking you know, you know what what we can do you know what you're doing for the skate community what the what we can do
6: I gotta start off by saying that the resources cSEF has as of June 2019, Yeah, pales in, uh, pale, excuse me, in comparison to the grants and, and, uh, scholarships available in other places. There are like lots of opportunities to go to school for free or cheaply. And we are just adding on top of that and kind of spreading the word of, uh, how education can be good for you, especially skateboarders.
0: Yeah. But you're going to give me $60,000, right? Uh, in 10 years? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you, you know, just when you when, you, when you get same. around to it, it's all good. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like paperwork or any of that. Just like,
6: it's like a uh, in dumb and dumber with a suitcase full of IOUs. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll take that to Sally Mae. Um, no. So, um, you know, whatever. Uh, I just want to give, um, folks listening, uh, some context. And even if you're not, you know, a prospective college student or whatever, it's just, um, you know, this is a good place to learn about people doing cool, stuff in, in skating and skate scene. Like, you know, I mean, if you look at a lot of uh, big players in skating as well, like, um, skaters, do go to college, you know, and they end up doing cool stuff. Folks at, uh, at Thrasher or, you know, a lot of them been to college. And so, um,
2: yeah.
6: I also like how a lot of skaters that went to college don't really necessarily talk about it. In interviews or ads or whatever, they're not presented as a college graduate. And that's OK because they don't find it necessary to like brag or it's not even bragging. But
0: well, yeah, but there's also I mean, every couple of years, there's some article about the smartest people in skating. And it's like you're like that guy's got like a like a <laughs> B.A. in, in English. I, I mean, OK, if that's the bar. But um, I secretly dread like the the 40 under 40 yeah yeah (laughs) of 2029 uh i should write that uh that's a good one so originally from one of the carolinas uh, um north uh, carolina yes and uh yeah like how'd you get into skating and what what was like your skate college uh experience about and
6: yeah so from wilmington north carolina which is uh Basically a beach town, a small city surrounded by beach towns in coastal North Carolina. Yeah. So surfing and tangentially skateboarding were like a part of a part of everyone's life growing up, sort of. Yeah. Not everybody skated or surfed, but everybody had a skateboard or a surfboard in the garage. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of those kids, you know, at least tried it out. And um, skateboarding came first for me. I think I actually got like a hand-me-down board from one of my dad's fellow construction workers. Yeah for like getting all A's funnily enough in third grade and I got her <laughs> like a reward for getting good grades and I had been wanting a skateboard for like a year Yeah, and my parents aren't rich so that like eventually he got me a hand-me-down complete.
0: Oh that's like. Awesome. Skating and grades went hand in hand early on. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah
6: which is yeah it's funny now thinking about that now because where what I'm doing now it's like yeah yeah, you would have think I knew all along I'd become that guy. Yeah no. yeah. Uh, yeah mini logo with tracker trucks and some super yellow wheels i don't know what they were yeah
0: trackers were really bad then i had i had trackers in uh, this was like 97 98 but you know
6: well they they got you going it was better than plastic trucks you know yeah hell yeah better than the nash walmart setup (laughs) yeah anyway um wilmington is actually a really cool place uh to grow up like i think a lot of people have mixed feelings about the their hometown yeah and um i Wanted to get out of there and eventually made that happen. But Wilmington, North Carolina is a cool place. Yeah, yeah. Um, not as many great, great street spots as other parts of the state and other parts of the country. Yeah. But uh, skate parks started to get built and it was a good community of people. Yeah. In 2008, I graduated high school and went to North Carolina State University. Yeah. So I did the typical um, graduate high school and take the summer off, be a freshman in college right away kind of thing. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Straight through. I did, and I then did, all four which is straight super through. super stereotypical. I did four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Straight though, yeah. I did summer school one summer. Okay. It was like fairly typical. Yeah. Um, and you know, and the the linear path of going to college is definitely not for everyone. Yeah. And at the time, it just made sense. My mom was technically a single mother at the time and mm-hmm. a public school teacher and one of the poorest paid. States for public school teachers. Yeah. So the state hooked me up with some grants and I'm super grateful for that. Sick. Um, but anyway, I went to NC state and when we got to NC state, the rule on skateboarding was all four wheels on the ground. Yeah. AKA not the kind of skateboarding we wanted to do, <laughs> yeah. you know, even bombing a hill, they would have, the police department would have like maybe a little too fat. Like for like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it had to be really friendly. pedestrian,
0: uh, more, um, like about transportation than about tricks or or about the fucking excitement.
6: <laughs> NCSU police officer with a southern accent. Like those wheels are too small. <laughs> you know, man. Yeah. No, it was I mean, it was basically like no skateboarding on campus. Yeah. And um, they would tell us to go home, but we were living in the dorms. So we're like, dude, we are home. This is crazy this is bullshit. <laughs> my language. And we um luckily we we found we made relationships with some upperclassmen. Shout out Lee Kennedy, if you're listening, who helped me and my friends, um, the refreshment at the time, obviously, kind of make the right presentation to like the Department of Transportation and the police department on campus. And long story short, we got the rules changed so that we could skate on campus. Um, or at the very least. You could manual. You got, you got two down. manual, <laughs> yeah. We could pop flips and flops and things like that. <laughs> We could do things, like especially no dolphin flips, though. Like, no dolphin they had some flips. taste,
0: at least, the the yeah. the police and transportation department. No. That
6: would be funny if our, like, rival school was the dolphins. <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, not. Nah, we were the wolf pack, actually, which is funny.
0: W- we had the same principle, or not the same, whatever, same policy at ASU. And now they're actually, like, walk-only zones where they, like, even need the the cruiser boards and longboards to get up but there was a four down policy and and people would say hey you can use that you know just make sure you know you you can't lift it up and uh and all that I would do is you know I'd just skate around the corner and go back to doing my thing so I wouldn't I wouldn't and and, and no other skater that I can think of at least in my scene would think hey this rule is bullshit let's go let's go to the administration let's go to the to the players let's go to the rule makers and try to change things we would just say kind of grin and bear it and say like fuck off and and do our thing so yeah. that's kind of a that's kind of an interesting approach to sort of further the goal of being able to skate where you live or skate on camp or skate on campus you know it's like a very skateboarding is not a crime uh view of it
6: yeah i mean like i said too we um I'm lucky that we had kind of an upperclassman who had some sort of social skill uh, to be an ally to us. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he had, you know, pretended to be an adult for longer than we had, you know? And so he definitely helped us realize that, like, whatever your opinion is on working with this system, uh, it's the right thing to do to get shit done. Yeah, yeah. And so we ended up getting that done. Yeah. Uh long story short, we kind of decided to keep the group together. I made it sound like a band.
2: <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> we we kept on meeting just to try to get something done and decided to become a club which would just enable us to get more stuff done.
0: What yeah, and so And what what does that look like? Like that's kind of also like a bureaucratic process, right?
6: Uh, sort of, yeah, but the people we talked to at the university had already kind of been a fan of what we were up to Yeah, because I don't think they'd ever seen skaters like be organized or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah They were down. They were down to help us. Yeah, and we became a club sport Which is even more controversial using the word sport, especially 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Or 11 or whatever it was that was not part of the same
0: skateboarding. It's not a crime ethos.
6: <laughs> no, not at all and so even half of our own group was
0: like, oh, that's whack. I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're not jocks. We're fucking skaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly.
6: Well, we're going to be like club sport. We're going to play club for NC State, bro, sick. Yeah, yeah. Who has the cleanest tray flip to bring to the <laughs> tournament, you know? Yeah. But uh, we decided to do it, though, because as a club sport, we could get funding from the university. Yeah. And we use that funding to basically go on skate trips and then also yeah. host local events to give back to the community. Yeah. So we would, you know, some of the excuses were valid and some of the excuses were a little more of a stretch, yeah. but we, uh, we'd go to events outside of state and like outside of the state of yeah, North yeah. Carolina and, um, we'd go to New York, go on trips to Philly and DC and Atlanta and Tampa over yeah. the years and we'd get gas and hotel money comped by the university. Yeah, so yeah. like.
0: You're NC, you're NC state flow. NC state
6: <laughs> am. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah 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 i mean yeah it, we were basically living like sponsored skate life at a very low level with no obligation to be good at skating
0: or to but or we or loved to, it or to produce the skating right they weren't that's like true. yo we need like a yeah we needed we need a, a facebook post for for right. all the cool tricks you guys are doing
1: exactly and it's
6: like and we did film because that's just like part of the culture yeah yeah but there wasn't yeah I mean we just got hooked up it was awesome we were, just had a lot of fun with it
0: were there any like expectations to like return uh some type of metric like with regard to I like I don't know fucking um like recruits or like prospective you know like hey we met we met seven skaters we got five email addresses like here's some leads for skaters who are in you know
6: yeah at that time no actually yeah it would they put a lot of trust in us and uh this one person, Mary Yama in particular, she's not going to hear this, but if you do,
0: yeah, no, no, much no, much love. Mary's a Patreon supporter. She gives us like a hundred bucks a month. She's hella yeah. cool. Uh, <laughs> no
6: volleyball is her sport though. I don't know what she's doing over here. Yeah. A lot of nannies
0: listening to this. Um, nice. uh,
6: but yeah, so they kind of let us kind of do our thing. And then once we started requesting money, we would like put it in the budget to, um, We'd request money for ramps. We'd request money for wood to build ramps. And we'd have ramps at the flat ground spot where we would all meet up. We called it the flat spot, which even non-students would come to the flat spot. We had angle iron on the ledge at one point, and it was like a spot where people filmed for a certain era of time.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
6: And there was a 10-stair that you've probably seen footage of. There's like Chronicles clips and Spitfire online clips later on. They went to state and filmed, which, by the way, NC State is an awesome campus for skating in general. Yeah, it just it made really it onto, is fun. It,
0: it made it onto the list. Made it onto the list. It made it onto uh, the junkum list. It's no ASU though. No, I'm just kidding. I don't even know. I've ASU been there. got snubbed though. Yeah. Um. So you're like doing some type of like scene building on campus with, you know, and, and you're getting money for it. Yeah. We
6: we got money to go travel. and yeah. We got money to build ramps, and we actually got money to build like a mini ramp in one of our backyards off campus. At some point, it got bigger and bigger. But on the other side of it, we were getting money to do local events, like contests. We do games of skate, best yeah, trick yeah. on the ten stair. We get the permit to do an event on the 10th stair and have, like, 200 people watching, hanging out. Just, like,
0: like, just college students yeah,
6: watching? Cal- well, and other random people, too. Yeah, just yeah. like It was, like, a good mix between college students who had no idea this was happening before they walked up and then, like, college skateboarders and all of our friends and then just, like, the general Raleigh community. It was bigger than we thought it would get, and it was, like... Genuinely fun to do, and yeah. it was me and uh, my best friend from college, Matt Brokaw. He was the president of the club, and if yeah. we're gonna drop titles here, <laughs> <laughs> I was a vice president and like event coordinator.
0: Yeah, was it democratic, or you guys just kind of picked shit? You know what you could do.
6: D- oh, it was democratic, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like oh, the last cool. meeting of the year, we yeah. did elections. That sounds really lame, but it was awesome. No, 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 it was yeah, all. Yeah. We were all friends, so
0: so so the club sport is kind of its own entity. And then the, the tour part is an, another thing, right? Because then you do college skate tour.
6: Yeah. So I was kind of approaching graduating from college and I was kind of bummed because I was like, man, I'm not, when I'm not a student, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just going to look super pervy hanging out on campus <laughs> or like, I'm not going to do that because I'm not that. You know? Yeah. yeah. I, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. been to campus in a while. Nothing
0: worse than the guy who's like, you know, yo, didn't you graduate like two years ago? What are you doing here? Yeah. yeah. Right.
6: Yeah, the college stuck in block letter yeah, sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so I was like studying entrepreneurship at the time and had like a classroom project about how, do I, how I could expand this to other schools. And when we were traveling, I would meet other people at other schools who were doing similar interesting things with their skate club at their school. Yeah. But there was no organization um, no connecting infrastructure, everyone. Yeah. There was no infrastructure. There was no cohesion between the different groups at different schools. Yeah. And, I did this project about how we could do contests at different schools with different schools competing against each other, even though it's not about the competition. It's just like getting everyone together it's, and it's spreading competitions the love. can be seen building though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what it always was. And that's still what it always is. Yeah. As of, as of this year, earlier this year, we were doing collegiate skate tour contests.
0: Also, I like a good mean hearted rivalry, like where there's like no humor or, or like good nature about it. Just like, I want to see you fucks from Tennessee. In pain yeah. now, uh,
6: Mary Emma, campus wreck, was like, No blood spilled, no funding given. You better come with it.
0: <laughs> I was like,
6: That is a joke, no, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
6: but yeah, we, um, my professor was like, hey, You know, you could actually like maybe pull this off in real life, and I was like, You know, that sounds cool because I kind of enjoy like traveling for one, is always. Pretty fun yeah on the road with the homies
0: yeah sometimes I'll go all the way to Scottsdale sometimes to skate it's, I love it dude
6: yeah that's a <laughs> that's a good trek. I think that's worth it yeah right? yeah, yeah so yeah.
0: similar to you going to Philly New York like what, so <laughs> so you went kind of you did the whole the whole the whole coast right
6: the first contest we ever did outside of like NC State stuff yeah was Lexington, Kentucky, because we knew okay. that we had schools from other parts of North Carolina and from Michigan and I found like a central point where we could put on a contest. Oh, that's awesome. And it was literally me and my buddy and my other buddy and my first buddy's Jetta packed with boxes. And we just like drove to Kentucky in a Jetta, got there <laughs> super late at night, pulled our money together for a hotel room, and like had someone who was gonna provide a PA. Yeah. And like two hundred yard extension cords and jack someone's power. And then we had like two people judging and we just like sent it and we did the best we could. Yeah. And then it just got better and better and better from there. And now it's been like 29 contests or something over the last seven years.
0: And, and it's, outside of North Carolina, to outside of Kentucky. Oh, now yeah.
6: Unfortunately yeah. we haven't brought a collegiate gate door contest to North Carolina. I feel kind of bad saying that. Oh really? That's the truth. Yeah. We, we never did like an official collegiate gate contest.
0: Oh, okay. North Cause Carolina. yeah.
6: But then we you moved. An, to you did to enough
0: the, events there while, uh, while you were doing, while you're in the scene.
6: Yeah. But, we were, and once we, f- we did them all over the East coast. Um, I don't need to talk about all of them, but everywhere from like Atlanta area to New Hampshire to different parts of Florida. Yeah. And, um, then we kind of settled into doing them in Portland, Oregon, Carlsbad, California, yeah. and SoCal, and New York City area, and Gainesville, Florida. It was like our staples for the last three or four years straight.
0: Yeah, it's such a weird scene because, like, I mean, I was I was in college and I was a skater, um, but I didn't like I didn't identify with like a college skate scene, you know, because part of part of Arizona is we we have a good, healthy scene, always have. Um, but you're sort of in this like very And I'm not saying you're not part of the North Carolina scene or whatever, but you are you are seeing people who are involved with like a very specific type of or or a very specific intersection, right? Because it's people have been skating long enough, you know, after sixteen, seventeen, you know, because a lot of people fall off when they start driving, they start you know getting into relationships, and and then when they graduate, you know, it's and so you're doing this for folks who are I don't want to say all all you know people of college are like minded or anything, but but you're doing it for a pretty like motivated, you know, population of skaters, people who you know want to further themselves either educationally or professionally or
6: whatever. Sure. Um, but I will say we had non-student divisions, and like we would get the local filmer and photographer or one of them. Oh, okay. In each category, and um, so we had it open to the community, and we oh, were okay. also serving the community, so we didn't discriminate non-students either. Oh, that's. That was a, a big part of it for us. Yeah, yeah. We okay. want we wanted to like just. Do a skate yeah, like event. Like, give something yeah. to the scene. Yeah, yeah. But then also let that scene know, not just the students, that we're, like, supporting student skateboarding. That's it. You know? Yeah. We're not going to say, oh, no student ID will, like, <laughs> uh, see you best foot forward, bro. I don't know. You know? Yeah, don't yeah. know what to tell you. No, we were, like, you know, but we were a part of the scene in each place we went to, especially the places we went back year and year again. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was it was kind of a niche thing, though. yeah. But then, just recently, we're actually like fully transitioning to the nonprofit, which is yeah, the College Skateboarding Educational Foundation. Yeah.
0: Does that come from uh, the College Skate Tour? Does it? Or is it uh, like did you did you fold the the old group, the the Collegiate Skate Tour?
6: So there was an overlap of both of them happening at the same time for the last year and a half. Okay. Um, and when I moved to California. I guess I was introduced to Neftali Williams, yeah. who at the time was um, had gotten his master's at USC in yeah. LA. Now he's getting his PhD in New Zealand, but he was teaching a course at USC on like skateboarding culture, business, and society, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and did that
0: have anything to do with Rodney Mullen going there and talking?
6: Yeah, it Naft- did. Neftali was the reason why Rodney Mullen went to speak, yeah. and Chris Pastris and Vanessa Torres. Oh, see. and someone else I'm uh, leaving out. Sorry, but yeah. Eric
0: Ellington. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you meet Neftali. He's helping out with collegiate skate tours he's, he's helping. Well, I guess because I'm the collegiate skate tour guy. Yeah. Uh, they do
6: guest speakers like every other week in that class. Okay. Or he's in New Zealand now. But when they were doing it that first run, they were doing guest speakers. Like, yeah, they had like Colin Poitras visit and they had like Josh Friedberg visit and all these people. Sure, I know. And and he asked me to come and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm for sure on that level." Yeah, cool. <laughs> like, yeah, but I was I'm, I was stoked to be involved. It yeah. seemed natural, so um I went to speak with them, and then the following week or like 2 weeks later, Thomas Barker, who he was the executive director of IASC, the international association of skateboarding companies. They're the people behind Go Skateboarding Day. Okay. It was Don Brown's idea as a board member on that. Yeah, so I went and lurked on his speaking day oh, sick. and then got com- coffee with Tommy. And when he was going through his nonprofit certification program through his experience in school, yeah, um, he actually had an idea for skateboarding scholarships. And I was like the college skateboarding guy, I guess, which yeah. is kind of, it's still trippy to say that. But yeah. at the time, I was like, okay, cool, yeah. Uh, and the first the board of directors in the beginning was me Neftali and Tommy and we all came together and started the nonprofit so college skateboarding educational foundation college skateboarding or yeah. excuse me college scholarships for skaters
0: sick so then you got kind of the the brain trust there that can kind of put this organization together it seems kind of organic like so a lot of folks who go to like master's program or phd or whatever they kind of have a project goal because they've recognized I I don't fucking know. I hate terms like this shit and it's probably the wrong term but it's like there's like a market gap, right? There's there's some type of need that the current market is not covering and so sure. yeah. um but you didn't come from it of being like, "Hey man, you know, like I've I've really been interested in in financing." Uh, you know, you it, it seems like more of a kind of organic evolution into seeing how you can provide a service to to the college skate scene and to the and just the trajectory just seemed kind of natural pretty much yeah
6: and it was just like my interest in skateboarding and and just trying to do good things yeah as a skateboarder cuz yeah. i'm not like i don't have any other like path in skateboarding i just love the act of skateboarding yeah and my role in skateboarding is not to be not to have fans of my skateboarding cuz i don't rip like that yeah, it's yeah. not well, it's, and that's not it. I just want to like contribute something to fellow skaters. And, um, it just seemed to be the right place, right time kind of situation.
0: Yeah. I guess. So, um, so like what, like if we do like a hard rundown, like what is the, what is the broad, uh, function of CSEF? Is it to connect, is it to give funding or to connect skaters with funding? Or what, what is that? Like, what is the process if I'm like a skater and I'm like, Fuck, dude, I want to go to ASE, you know, it's kind of expensive out of state. Like, I'd love to get a couple extra bucks. And like, I am a skater. Like, what, what am I, should I reach out to CSEF? Like, what, what does that look like? What do you guys do?
6: Yeah, so CSEF um, awards college scholarships for skateboarders in all 50 states. People of all backgrounds studying all different things. And I want to say people who go to trade schools, community colleges, colleges, universities, anything, everyone's eligible. Okay. Um, so. As long as you have, like, as long as the school you're going to has, like, an enrollment office. Yeah. Then we can and send a check to it then. with your student ID number, you know. And so we, we do that. But then as a byproduct of that, it's kind of just like raising awareness yeah. that school is a little more accessible than skaters might think. Yeah. Or maybe just changing the stereotype that school is not for skaters. You yeah. know, that's yeah. a big part of it.
0: There's there's a lot of sort of individual mindset in skating that says basically like you rise and fall on your own merits. You know, I mean the the sort of sponsored skate world is like that, and uh, and a lot of uh, you know it's just kind of a baked in thing. But um, no, that's awesome. Um, and so you y'all y'all have like a fund or where's this money coming from, and and how are you sort of. It, you're just dispensing it like check by check after seeing applications or it's like an online process or what is that?
3: All of
6: the above. Uh, yeah, yeah, I asked so, like seven questions. Yeah.
0: If you can hit four of them, I'm cool.
6: Yes, yes, sure. Yes, <laughs> of course. And yes. Yeah. Now, so like you guys uh, are a fund, yes or so no? We are a fund, yes. Okay. Um, a small one at that. I mean, we started a year and a half ago or we launched it a year and a half ago. Okay. We started filing papers with the state like three years ago or something. Cool. Um but uh yeah, so we raise as much money as we can and we see donors, how many applicants state money? We get. What is this? It's individual donors mostly. Okay. We had a larger donor that we're really stoked on that we haven't really announced yet recently that okay. helped us grow and we are growing. We're stoked on that. Okay. But it's all donors. You can donate online at okay. collegegateboarding.com slash give. Yeah. You can find out more information at college Yeah. Um We have corporate donors, individual donors, whatever it takes. We also do fundraising events. Like we started doing art shows and now we do like student sessions. Yeah. But at exclusive places, if you will, like we did a college night at the barracks. Okay. That was more of a marketing thing to get skaters stoked on it. Yeah. But then we also, um, do panel talks, panel discussions, uh, to get like an older crowd that might actually have money (laughs) to come to and like engage them and, we also, uh, we work with brands and their money if they want to support and if it's the right fit. And also we work with schools to do like school specific scholarships if they want to front us some money. And we do the work of finding the quality applicants. So I don't know when this is going to air, but on June 14th of this year, we- not coming out by then. Okay, well on June 14th of this year, we closed applications okay. for the new school of architecture and design uh, new schools, CSEF skateboarding scholarship. So it's an architecture and design school in downtown San Diego. They gave us some money to give to a student to go to their school. Yeah. And, uh, and we're hustling to give them quality applicants. And then, so it's like, we're working together to give five K to a student or maybe more than one student, depending on how many awesome people we have apply to go to their school. And we want to do more of that in the future, but we're really just raising as much money as we can so we can give it back to the students. And none of us are getting paid. It it all just goes into the fund, and the fund goes out to the universities for yeah, the yeah. students' checks.
0: That's awesome. So, um, man, that's f- fucking tough, man. It's hard uh, work, yeah. Ha- but I mean, it, we're stoked on it because because so. that's I I think that's one thing that, and this is outside of this discussion, but that's one thing that just like pisses me off when people are like, "Hey, do you want to give like um like do you want to give me two bucks to the Red Cross?" And I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to give two bucks to the Red Cross's mission, but like, I don't know how this splits to administrative costs and like, yeah. and how the how these breakdowns work and it like, you know, and that I, I don't really know about that organization, but you know that it's always so muddy in in the nonprofit section because, or you see like what directors are getting paid sometimes, and you're like, why is that p- person getting two hundred thousand dollars a year to run a nonprofit? Like, um, so
6: yeah, it's a very real thing. Yeah, and it's an unfortunate. Ryan and I were talking about it the other day. It's a really unfortunate. Uh, uh, it's a really unfortunate stereotype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nonprofit directors and people on the board of nonprofits are like dipping in or creating unnecessary overhead, and the money yeah, yeah. that you're giving doesn't actually go to what the mission says it's going to. Yeah. And I'm not calling out Red Cross, but that was a good example because they are who you see at the grocery store with the add on at the Publix or whatever your yeah, local yeah. store is. Um, but, but yeah. We don't, we don't touch the money. That's awesome. I, except for the, the, the stuff scholarships. That, yeah, that I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so at this point, like how many skate? do you know how many skaters you've helped out so far? Like what kind of, can you tell figures or?
6: Yeah. Um, the first year we gave out seven scholarships. Okay. And because it is a lot of hard work in that first year, we started off from scratch. Yeah. We had 3,500 divided by seven. So we had seven $500 scholarships. Did, did what we could.
0: That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it
6: helps. You know, it covers their books for sure. And Dude, yeah. and then we, you know, and they're all skaters and they're all like, kind of a part of that first first summer, yeah, summer's checks. Um, but yeah, it was seven. They're all from different states. Let me see if I can get them off the top of my head. <laughs> it's Massachusetts, Maryland. Dude, if this is all East Coast shit, I'm gonna Arkansas, get pissed. <laughs> Arizona State University was one of them. Oh, really? Yeah. So Arizona. I didn't get 500 bucks. What the fuck? No, Uh, it was not you. (laughs) Come on, Ted. Don't make this about you. man.
0: (laughs) It's hard not to. It's uh, my worldview is very, very self-centered.
6: Um, anyway, it was seven people from all different states. It was, uh, five young men and two young women. Um, and all different ages too. a background. Some of them were parents and some of them were in grad school programs and some of them were wrapping up their schooling with the money and some of them were freshmen and, um, we really, that's really important to us. We don't discriminate like four-year universities only, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you're studying to become a welder, you're eligible to get hooked up from us.
0: Oh, that's fucking awesome. And um, so what, like, one thing I, that that we just kind of want to do is like, I think that's, I don't have any missions. Like, if you ask, like, Vent uh, City Broadly may have a mission. You'd have to ask one of the other people about it. Um but one thing that I just enjoy is saying like I am interested in, in in what a skater is and and how to be a good skater and it's not it's not tricks or ripping it's it's how do you participate in the community to me and so I think it's important that like we come around to say like hey if you're a skater you can come from skating you can live around it or stay involved and like I think organizations like yours are like an awesome example um and just to how to you know like to stay in skating longer, it's just a, it's just an honor and a privilege I've I've felt, um, and and I think it's it's you're doing cool work. And what uh what could somebody let's say like me or you know somebody who's been through college felt like it was a pretty good experience, even if the debt is not a fun thing to live with after or, or you know not everybody you know some people pay off their debt pretty easily or what I, I'm not saying that everybody has my story, but um what can somebody do to like support. Like if, if we were trying to like be like, Hey, this is C They're doing a cool mission. Um, like how are you hoping to like grow or, or like what do you hope to do when you kind of spread the word? Like, cause I know you guys are going to be at do tour, um, having a booth. What is the, what is yeah. the purpose of that? What, what are you hoping from folks who are, who are getting eyes on you? Eyes and ears.
6: First to your point earlier, um, you're I saying a lot being, being a skateboarder doesn't have to be landing tricks. Yeah. First of all, skateboarding is about the act of getting out on a skateboard and enjoying your time on the skateboard, which is not necessarily landing tricks. It's actually, for a lot of people, including myself, usually not landing the trick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. It, or, it gets harder
6: over time. Or just bombing a hill, even if it's barely a hill. Whatever <laughs> it is, I don't know. Skateboarding <laughs> is skateboarding. Yeah. Being an active participant is important, but also having a role in skateboarding, whatever that, whatever you want that to be, yeah, is important. Yeah. And that reminded me of when we did uh, a panel discussion yeah. promoting the scholarship we have with new school of architecture and design. One of the, uh, the people we were really stoked to have on that panel was Canton Russell.
0: Oh, San Diego ledge, San dude. Diego
6: ledge Loke and outstanding human being.
0: Dude, he back threed the pyramid twice in the storm. Yep. I don't know anything else about him. I know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean,
6: on top of being a ripping skater, he's like super smart. Yeah. Super nice guy. Um, he really kind of represents the type of person we want to support. Not to
0: yeah, yeah, go yeah, too yeah, this, far yeah. into
6: that, but, um, you know, hero worship. Know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, he, he made this point on the microphone that night, um, kind of as, as we were closing out, just to make a lasting statement on his own behalf. Yeah, yeah. yeah The world needs skate park designers, and skate park designers need to know CAD. And people who know CAD learn so in a lot of different ways. But in college, you make friends who also know CAD and who get hired at other places. And it's just a, it's just a good situation. But his main, his main statement there was skate park designers are needed. Yeah, yeah. And people who go to new school or any other architecture school or any engineering program, Yeah. Uh, you're learning the skills that you need for that kind of job, you know? Yeah. And uh, what was the other question? Um, yeah. How can well, people support? Yeah. Um, so I found
0: that the world needs more people with media degrees and, and philosophy minors, but they do know, too. You know, I've just, uh, um, so if you want to support though, um,
6: first off, you know, money makes the whole system go forward yeah. without money. We, there are no scholarships. So if you're able to donate, please do. Even better if you happen to work for a company that matches your donations that's okay. cool too. Yeah. Um, for obvious reasons. Um, so college skateboarding.com slash give or hit us up from on our contact on the website for larger amounts or whatever. Yeah. Um if you can't do that, which is totally cool, then really just share the message message with your friends. Yeah. You know, follow us, subscribe or whatever. You know, follow us on Instagram, share with your friends. Just tell people about it and that it exists. Yeah. Tell your rich uncle about it. <laughs> at Thanksgiving this year or whatever it is. Yeah. If you haven't been on Facebook in two years, get on Facebook. <laughs> and if you haven't been on Facebook in two years, just so you know, you can raise money on Facebook for any organization that you want, and people can easily give money to you on Facebook for your birthday. Oh, So sick. you could do that. And for my birthday this year, post. <laughs> uh, I want you all to give whatever amount you want to put in. Yeah, there yeah. To the CSef. Yeah, yeah. Seventy thousand
0: um, dollars. Yeah, it's just easy stuff. Yeah. Because then I get the but sixty, on, and then you get the I ten.
6: Was, 170. You're <laughs> underselling the organization. Ted, uh, come on, man.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't do fundraising yet. Um, <laughs> it's a hard
6: game, but yeah. And, you know, if you, don't have, um, if you don't have money or friends to share this mission with, then just uh, you can also volunteer with us for the events that we're a part of. Cool. So on top of our own fundraising events and student sessions and things that we're doing, follow us on Instagram and you'll know how you can help, basically. And then. Um, At C-S-E-F.
0: That's it. That's
6: yeah. That's easy. Um Fred Van Shee hooked up the uh the handle. Oh yeah. Good people of Instagram and the social media guru of skateboarding.
0: All right. And then uh who are who are who are the people propping this whole thing up? It's not just you running the show, right?
6: Absolutely not. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. It's it's myself, um, our co chairman plural of the board, uh Thomas Barker and Neftali Williams. Yeah. Tali's out in New Zealand at Waikato University getting, getting his Ph.D. And uh, Thomas is North County, San Diego, Loke. Helped get Foods Park built and a bunch of other stuff. Cool. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. I, can't, I don't even know where to start.
0: He follows me on Twitter.
6: Yep, skate Twitter fan. <laughs> um, uh, and Josh Rowe, all hands on deck. Great networker, great guy. Really yeah. good human. Um, and Ian Smile is our creative director and he works with our illustrator Pat seeson to uh, to make all of our stuff look cool
0: <laughs> sick yeah. well uh thanks dude
6: yeah thanks for the time appreciate right. it Ted
2: um
4: yeah shout out to Marsha uh they just gave out some of their awards yeah Yeah. and like uh Keegan like hit me up he's like hey do you know any people that are in college I was like oh "Oh, my friend Marsha and then I just like messaged her the like app and then she got it so she's pumped so shout out Marsha yeah I know she works her ass off to stay skating stay baking you know, stay high, <laughs> hit her classes, you know, go to work on time, you know, stay working at Thrasher, answering stay the answering all the emails and all of the letters from prison. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, she's great. She's killing it. Shout out Marsha.
5: You know you know what I'd like to address too about um about college that I don't think a lot of people that I did, certainly didn't know before going to college? What was that? Oh, sorry, do yeah. You tell, sir. Yeah, sorry. That's I posed that question weird. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know, you? Do you know what's in my head right now? Well, uh,
0: uh, no, no, which sir. is that like
5: we, I think my anxiety, and I do get a lot of questions like this uh, from younger <clears throat> skaters, like, and they're and like they're like, you know, I don't, I won't have time to skate. Like, so why should I go? What's the point of college? And I always want to remind people that in most cases, not everyone obviously, but in most cases like when we th- when we imagine our childhood and how much time we had to skate, we often forget that we were in sk- class for 7 hours every weekday. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that like actually like having that intellectual balance and those challenges and those stresses which are indeed a luxury during college fuels your your like desire to skate so that you end up skating just as much if not more while you're in college and it starts to mean something different you know um and so i've always found that like i've got the most out of gotten the most out of skating and gotten the most out of studying when when the two are like at their like the two are together
0: i i've i felt that as well um i filmed Two video parts when I was in college, and I really, there were days when there was an uh, an immense incentive to land the trick because I had to be at class, or you know, because absence makes the heart grow fonder. We talked about this last show. Um, yeah. It's just like you do need some restrictions sometimes, or or some restrictions can help to you know sort of build that desire. Um, desire, you know, often festers or, you know, builds uh, in the, you know, while, while you're away.
5: And I also think it's natural for skateboarders who don't go to college to like start believing in weird cons- weed conspiracy theories. Weed like, conspiracy.
4: I was just going to say, every everyone listening to this, if you skateboard and you can go to college, dear God, please go. Yeah. Like, yeah, I totally agree. Like having the balance of like having an education in skating was really awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And Uh, I just think like think about all the things that you can tie into it like whatever because like there's Mm -hmm. a shitload of opportunities to do something and be somebody in skateboarding and how you get those skills and make those connections and learn how to write learn Mm -hmm. how to be professional learn how to turn shit in on time do something for yourself and not because your parents will get mad at you like you know all that stuff I learned in school and in college
0: yeah I don't know, like, like Keegan said, you know, he's not really. They're not fully sending people to college, right? It's a, it's a smaller fund, but like you said, first year, seven, seven people got five hundred bucks, like straight up. That's most your books, like, like it's a, it's a modest fund, and they're doing it's sick, dude. They're tying it in with events where they're bringing non students in, and uh, I, I hope you all heard it. It's a fucking, it's, it's a pretty rad uh, organization. I was pretty psyched, um, just as one just kind of you know I've had not less than four like crying episodes like emotional breakdowns from like how I'm gonna kind of manage the debt mountain that is put on me so uh you know fucking many times a thousand like a thousand bucks is fucking three months of my student loan payment like so it's a fucking you know and and not saying that you get that after, but you know, that's a thousand bucks. I wouldn't have had to have taken from, you know, Sally may or Wells Fargo. So
5: hell yeah.
3: Yeah. And what Keegan said in the interview about, he met upperclassmen that helped him learn how to organize himself. Cause there was this yeah. policy at chapel Hill where it said that you couldn't skate, you couldn't lift your, yeah, the four down policy. <laughs> yeah, four-down yeah. policy, which was like yeah. so weird. Yeah, and, we had that and, at
0: ASU when I went there. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And so he met other people, other cl- upperclassmen that helped guide mm-hmm. him through how to be an advocate for these things. That, and they won. Like they, you know. So those things, it's yeah. not just the school, it's not just the academia. It's putting yourselves around other people that you may have never encountered before who may help you with your vision and path. Yeah. Yes,
5: yeah. Totally. Such a good point. I mean, I'm 20 years. Nearly 20 years out of college, and my best friends as adults have been the few people I made friends with in college. The people who had like the l- most lasting impact, and they're non skaters, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm closest with are the people that I happen to spend like three and a half years with or whatever in college. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, it's so I back it. Um, I want to tell y'all my story. I really want to to tell you guys the story. Okay, I've
2: been waiting all day. night. (laughs) Teaser.
0: Was that in the group chat? I didn't.
3: But also that's my fetish. Waiting.
2: Uh, uh, (laughs) Also. (laughs) I see you
3: with that Theragun. (laughs) (laughs) Staring down
4: that Theragun. It's charging. It's charging. Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just turn it on and leave it on the bed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fuck.
5: So, So check this out. This, um. This has to do with that photo that I sent you of the like Switch Crooks with the K uh, <laughs> on uh, on the step in Chinatown in New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. looking at it. So that's a spot that I found. I found like this perfect Philly step in like 2003, and like yep. I know I found it because I waxed it and I and I took uh, this photographer Yuri um, to go shoot it, and I shot we shot that thing one afternoon. It was fun, and. Um, a couple weeks later, I went with some a group of friends. Like there were ten of us. Like a filmer, uh, my buddy Tino, this kid Colin who was thirteen, my buddy Aaron Zott, like uh, random people, and we're skating it. And we're obviously, you know, like as we've all acknowledged, skateboarding is obnoxious. It makes a lot of noise, and we somehow feel very empowered and privileged while we're doing it. And yes. uh, we're in the middle. This this block of Chinatown is like hardcore Chinese American. You know, like. Uh, There are many parts of New York that have been really, really gentrified. This was not one of these blocks. It's very, very Chinese-American assimilated and newly arrived immigrant communities. And this um, very intimidating looking dude with a ponytail and kind of prison tattoos and a denim vest sits down on the curb and like really (sighs) aggressively on the ledge. And he's like, I told you motherfuckers not to skate here. Oh, God. And we're like, uh we have, this is the first time we've seen you dude and he's like he's like you know he, he's just cursing us he's like don't fucking come here you know take your shit go somewhere else and tino actually tries to sit down next to him and like reason with him like he like uh asked him for a light cuz the guy's smoking super aggressively and and uh, the guy's like no nah, I'm not going to give you a fucking light like get the fuck out of here. And my friend my friend Aaron and I were the ones skating it and like we walk over and we're sort of doing that stupid thing like why don't you just leave dude? Like we're trying to skate <laughs> like we'll be gone in 10 minutes <laughs> and he's just 100% not having it. He flicks his lit cigarette at Aaron. Aaron spits his gum at the dude the dude whips out a knife and like we all shriek like ah, and like just <laughs> scatter you know and we all have this story this happened 15 years ago we all tell the story because you never forget the first person that pulled the knife on you in new york city um <laughs> and i get I yeah get, for it, sure okay okay i get historical walking tours in this neighborhood and like i tell people that story in a slightly more abbreviated version because i'm just like you know this is interesting because it's this like conflict between like the people who've lived here for a long time and like us being obnoxious like, you know, like gentrifiers whatever. Like this is an interesting way to look at this. And I also tell it to my students. I was giving my students a tour downtown this time and I I've actually seen that guy walking his pit bulls on the block when I'm telling that story, so I have to like whisper it. Uh Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So, this morning we were walking down uh, that same street towards Hester where this happened and I told my students, I was like, we're going to walk by this corner again. I don't think anyone's going to pull the knife on us. I think we're good. And this woman walking just a few paces a- ahead of us is like, Haha, that's really funny. I actually live in this neighborhood. And I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, Kidding like I had a knife pulled on me a long time ago and she's like you know what's crazy like I went to Soho like 20 years ago and these like gangster girls pulled a knife on me and I was like really this is something that happens still and I was like yeah and I'd like told her the story and she's like wait a second what did he look like and I was like you know he had like a ponytail and these like prison tattoos and she's like that's my dad.
2: No. no. <laughs>
5: yeah, and she's like, she's like, yeah, he owns that building, and he like doesn't want people like we have to deal with people like noise and all this whole thing all the time. It was so, and she was like really fucking cool. <laughs> like I like I was like I want to hug you. Like what's you know, <laughs> like, just just for the record, like your dad was in the right, but like yeah, yeah, that this whole thing and this like happened like in front of my students, like they they you know it's a sort of like weird story to tell students, and it sounds like a lie, but yeah. it's so fucking true. And I met this dude's daughter trish the guy that pulled the knife on me and 10 of my friends (laughs) uh this morning and i'm so excited about it uh
4: shout out trish shout out to trish
5: and her dad and his knife
4: uh, and his pit bulls and that spot
5: (laughs) to be honest that was a good spot yeah tbh you got (laughs) the only (laughs) switch crooks on
0: it yeah i know i got the trick and the photo Uh, (laughs) um fuck do you guys have thoughts on the new york times article that we saw um about the um
5: security guard
0: yeah altercation at BlackRock.
5: i thought this might almost be like a segue into that that's like a tie
0: into it that's what i'm thinking
5: yeah
4: yeah Um, i'm just curious like for the record um the security guard was like trucked in the head yeah it's hard i i couldn't really
0: i couldn't um see that i think his head
3: hit the ground
0: That's what I was wondering. It looked like the guy knocked
3: him and then the way he went back, it looked like it was his head hitting the ground. It was brutal. Okay.
0: I yeah, I was I was not ready for that second angle. Um but yeah, I mean we I mean everybody's kind of talking about this. I'm skeptical (laughs) of some of the frames that have been put on it. Um but just like can you describe some of the frames? I You know i just i really haven't found one that i'm really comfortable with one that sort of they both seem to exonerate each party wholly um and i'm not and and i have a really hard time speculating from video evidence uh there's so much context that goes into this so much And, and but a lot of the um you know basically people are like the skater was defending himself the security guard was doing his job and And I, unfortunately, am one of these people that I'm just like, I just, you know, maybe a little of both, but I don't, but maybe also everybody went too far. Some went further than the others. Like, I I mean, just straight up, if you've got eight dudes, like, you know, don't, you know, just bounce like fucking, you know, that's the philosophy. Like, and, 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 and I understand, but it's like, but I've also been there, like when, i uh you know i've been street skating and this drunk dude had come up and that like obviously this is a completely different situation but you know he was basically like hey you better land this right now or i'm gonna kick your ass and i like thought he was kidding and i bailed a trick and he just like fucking charged me like a bull and oh. the only thing i could think was either like all right i gotta go like I gotta pick up my board and it's either going under my feet or into this guy. And I chose to just throw down and fucking run away. Like literally ran as fast as I could and threw threw down. But and my seven friends who were six feet away couldn't help the situation at all. So I understand that kind of split second decision. Um, but um I it, it's just it's I it's so muddy and confusing to me. Um and I'm and I'm very like I've just been kind of like not not really able to like understand the frames where people are like hey skateboarding is going to be the olympics but did you know that it's like a macho culture that tells you to beat up security guards and i'm like no we don't like yeah some do many don't like there there is an an immense respectability among adult skaters who i mean like uh, nine times out of ten or more we i i mean way more we leave without being you know Fighting people,
4: yeah. or we leave like fucking. Thank God I was over trying this shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right, right. I have like paper to write.
4: Never yeah. that committed. <laughs> Honestly, I call the cops on myself.
0: That, that's right. You, you know, I mean, Rick Coward has told stories of that, right? Where it's like, dude, let's get an authority in here to get us the fuck out of here. Um, so I,
2: yeah. I just, yeah, you I know, I have a hard, hard time with,
0: with the with the non skater frame saying like, how is skating gonna like rectify this with its culture? And it's like overwhelmingly like I don't know what the kids feeds look like but i found just overwhelmingly just like a sadness an embarrassment uh, a sort of like hold the phone like yes like in the supreme video we think it's funny when Tyshon moves the barrier but i don't know if that's yeah tacit approval of uh, of a st- attempted murder and and or or the conditions that lead to an accidental uh you know altercation that fucking i mean it's such a goddamn nightmare what happened to that guy like can't fucking walk his kids like helping him um and and you know i'm so the, I, I i don't know that my thing was just like i'm I'm heartbroken by it, but I, I I haven't found a frame that really fits comfortably with with how I can think about the situation.
5: I think you know the frame is that you it's that particular situation, you know it's this it's big to accompany that sp- situation in its specificity, and none of us were there to experience it on either side, and so, I you know I mean, I think honestly. More skaters now are going to be a little more sympathetic because that was a horrific image yeah. uh, to see, and um, and it makes us it. I think it does make us kind of question our assumptions, right? Like, yeah, uh, I've certainly, you know, sir, when I was a teenager, like, have kind of wanted to like get in a fight with a security guard because like <laughs> I did, to... no, it's 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 horrible. Yeah. Like, because I, yeah. I I was incapable of like recognizing their humanity. On some mm-hmm. on yeah. some level, and that that certainly came from um, being even younger and getting like you know sort of verbally abused and taunted and and ridiculed by these adults that seemed insane because I was skateboarding. Yeah. You know, like you have this yeah. like there's a weird thing, and and hopefully you grow out of it, but you don't always grow out of it, and and um and people are fucking violent and shitty. Yeah. Uh, Do you
0: feel like that impulse is informed by? the skate landscape though
5: no i i think it came from you know i i went to some shitty schools and there were a mm-hmm. lot of fights and and like there was the need to to fight and mm-hmm. you know like it or not the need but there there were fights you whether you wanted to fight or not you were in you got beaten up or you fought and uh so i just i think like at a certain time like when you start realizing that you're stronger and you and you're and I mean, I can only talk about it from the perspective of being a male, but like it, it there also felt like a kind of thing where I was like, "Oh, maybe I could fight this adult." I never yeah. did, you know, absolutely never did. But like, I just mean like there was part of me, uh, sort of thought that those things were cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't,
5: you know, again, yeah, like there's there's an element video, uh, with Pulaski where like some guy like shows up in a with a crowbar and a motorcycle helmet and mm-hmm. and all you see is this like 12 skaters beating the shit out of this dude and you might oh, sort of you know yeah. and that's the scene that yeah. kind of like became like the thing that was in kids and like mm-hmm. and all I think in every case it's like yeah it's skaters doing it but I don't think that that's the fundamental nature of skateboarding you know
0: yeah
4: I think skateboarding glorifies it for sure yeah like what about like mike v's greatest hits like every video just in the same way that we glorify like interacting with the homeless in like a way that's like i don't know that's a very uh, good point yeah not compassionate and like yeah but i do feel like there is a difference because i don't know like i feel like cops or like authority figures that are defending fucking private property that's owned by people that you know have gentrified a neighborhood or are building some nice fancy building for people to go and like talk about stocks and shit i don't fucking know like yeah. do you know what i mean like there's like a lot of some yeah. gray area there if you think about it in like a larger context because mm-hmm. um, yeah. i certainly like i mean i'll say it like fuck the police like yeah. i don't know like
2: yeah
4: uh and but like at the same time if we want to recognize someone's like humanity like is it right in that situation to you know pick a fight you know with when you have 12 of your homeboys and there's one security guard yeah yeah you know, can we talk about, like, conflict de-escalation? Can we talk about, like, what's happening when we get in that fight-or-flight mode? How do we make yeah. sure we don't get in that mode? How do we get out of that situation safely? Because, you know, this is one video of a security guard getting fucked up, but I've seen 20 of kids getting laid out by security. Yeah. Um, This was a situation where, yeah, yeah. like, the skater was a little bit stronger, but it's, you know, it's not black and white, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's hella gray area, right? And, you know, that security guard, like, fell down, got back up and started fighting again. And like I definitely feel for the whole situation and I don't think again, it's not black and white. Um like I feel sympathy for like his situation and stuff. But like people need to know how to fucking interact and be adults. And if you know, if you have the option of leaving the situation safely, walking away, making sure all your friends are unscathed, like, do that. Yeah. yeah. Do that. You have nothing to prove. We don't think it's cool if you beat up a security guard. Stop thinking that now. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I think also, like it's just stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> this is also San Francisco where there's like this, like the the difference in terms of like poverty and wealth and like the gap between those two things and like how people interact with each other on the street. Like it's a fucking dark, aggressive place. And, yeah. you know, like um, certainly that security guard is not like a sort of gladiator like representation of the corporation that occupies BlackRock or whatever. Yeah. Uh or brown marble or whatever spot that was. But um <laughs> but uh but it's it's like there is there is a very where that spot is, like there's like a fucking there's the tenderloin on one side and then there's the central business district, like the financial, like kind of gleaming towers on the other. And like it is a very violent and isolated place in a strange way that like I'm not saying like perpetuates that violence more than anywhere else, but it is specific to that place and and i think strangely enough it happened in the same within the same crew of people who we admire for their lawlessness and the way that they skate san francisco you know like that's that's... this fucked up thing is like we can sort of like wax sincerely poetic about pablo and his freedom and like this shit Mm -hmm. but like uh then there's also just like the other side of it too yeah yeah
0: yeah. yeah,
4: totally. I just think there's a line there. You oh, know?
5: Yeah, like, you're absolutely yeah. right.
4: Yeah, and I feel like we kind of lost ourselves in skateboarding, like being really excited about the lawness- lawlessness, but at a certain point it becomes not worth it. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. lawlessness like, is like addicting. Yeah. It's a
3: drug. Yeah. Totally. I yeah. think it takes yeah.
4: over people, and I think
3: that they get um, not in the right headspace mm-hmm. when they're out doing this. You know, you start to take on some persona that's probably not you in the light of day. Yeah. yeah.
0: I-, I wonder... <laughs> Like, I don't want to get too like smoked weed for the first time guy, but like I wonder if this is Why a did you modern... smoke weed for the first time before <laughs> it
5: was tonight? The...
4: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. uh, Have you tried CBD? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but I that there there are often times where I feel where I feel uncomfortable with situations where people are saying, hey, this is a This is a symptom of skate culture, which, yes, we do promote lawlessness, but there is a symptom of the, I think, the suburban American experience. I don't know if these guys are suburban or not, but it's like you do feel absolutely restricted. You feel restricted to be yourself. You feel restricted to 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 be vulnerable with other people because there is a sort of homogenizing effect that wants to push people through the same system of having the same activities or identities or beliefs. And it, and it feels very, um, like growing up in the suburbs was just an, an immensely lonely um, and sad uh, experience for me. But I, I wonder if this kind of desire or this impulse to to have, I guess, ultimate control, not only of your environment via the skateboard, but of the people around you is a condition of of the society, I guess, writ large, uh, more so than skating. And I know that we exhibited in skateboarding um, in our videos, right? Like, cause the, I think the, it's like, an amplification like, of
5: the city, you know, like there's also just like, you can cities, are, cities are wild places and there's like more of an impulse to kind of be your yeah. most intense self there. But I, this is something that kind of occurred to me and it touches on what we we're thinking, discussing earlier. You know, there haven't been a lot of casualties of skateboarders from skateboarding like no, yeah, he- no mostly cars uh, but yeah and and off it's often like doing just really dumb shit you know like yeah. um and it it is an extension of that kind of like youthful freedom and that sort of frenetic chaos that we have to sort of embrace and live within as skateboarders but yeah. it's also yeah it's like how many other professional sporting olympic types uh <laughs> category sports uh, and lifestyles have lost so many professional athletes to like drunk driving or fucking, uh, you know, th- that sort of shit. You know, yeah, like
2: yeah,
4: I don't know. The NFL is pretty lawless.
5: Yeah, that's true.
4: Yeah, Those dudes, and the- like they have hella head trauma too, so that only helps influence. You know, there's people like Aaron Rodgers, you know,
5: which again supports my thing about helmets because like the A- NFL guys all wear helmets and uh, they're they're fucked <laughs> they- up. The, the, you
4: can still get concussed for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, t- dude, straight up, I just feel fucking awful. Like, dude, that video is fucking unreal. Un. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. I, I definitely. I I hope that we get to a place where like we yeah like you said Kristen we start drawing the lines which is like because yes things happen to us we get into funny situations um or we get into absurd situations or we get into conflicts that we, we want to show some aspect of personality. I don't know if it's bravery or humor or whatever, but it's like, you know, like in, in this is skateboarding when the guy's like, you get the fuck off the property, you get the fuck out the tree. Like that yeah. is, that is funny. Um, and it's like, yeah, the guy is just doing his job, but it's like, it's a funny thing to hear. Um,
5: or it, that like amazing Heath Kirchhart line, like, which actually was at Occidental, my college, where the woman's <laughs> like, you know, you're going to break your neck. And he's like, no, you're going to break your neck uh, this afternoon, driving home, you're going to break your neck. And like, oh, I, god. and I thought yeah. that was like, it's such an amazing response because like, we get that all the time. And he sort of pointed out how absurd it is to just tell a complete to stranger, somebody, like yeah. you're going to break your neck, you know? Yeah. Um, well, you
4: know why pump on this is called pump on this? Why?
0: Because it, he, the guy's saying, like, you can't go on that. He's like, I just want one more pump. <laughs> was it because of that clip?
4: Uh, yeah, Jesse Albo was like, I just want one more pump or something like that. And the, <laughs> the security guard's like, no pumps on this.
0: That's so <laughs> sick. <Yeah. laughs> and
4: so it's like, yeah, again, like. Yeah. And there are certain interactions with security that can be really funny. Yeah. Because ultimately they're just defending, like, what should just, in my mind, be fucking public property that we can interpret however the fuck we want, yeah, as long as no, we don't hurt right. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And they're defending capital, which pisses me off. Right. And it even pisses me off even more if you're like an actual police officer. So I'm like, wait a minute, my tax dollars to go to pay you to defend some rich asshole's property? Mm-hmm. Like, that really pisses me off. Yeah. But, you know, shrinking down to the human level, right? It's like yeah. there's certain interactions with security that are funny, but then there's others that are just yeah. downright dangerous that just yeah. Are unnecessary and we just should stop thinking are cool. Yeah, definitely. 10 years ago. And the,
0: Yeah, no. I think yeah, that's absolutely right. And we it is a sort of victory if you can get away with the trick while a security guard is kicking you out. But it is it is no victory if instead of trying the trick you, you know, go to fucking, prison, like step to them, yeah. you know, but, like yeah. that that's just um th- It's just not the game we're playing, you know? You guys got things for funeral pyre? Things that need to go? Other Uh, than the whole thing we just talked about needing to go of the fucking macho bro shit and.
3: I got my first pyre. What do you got? GoFundMes for getting yourself to a skate contest.
5: Oh Oh. my goodness! Yeah, that
2: is Alex. It's not not
3: 2016. What are you doing? In my opinion, (laughs) that's your world. I've never. I've have I seen this? Okay, the Olympics and everything. There's a lot of girl skaters that are using GoFundMe. This is just in the girl skater world, whatever. Yeah, to get themselves to contests. Yeah, and in my view, GoFundMe's are reserved for when you get cancer, somebody dies, or you're gravely injured. Yeah. you know like that's it you don't Not use your go great Fund startup Me. idea <laughs> like, like you don't use gofundme to get to a skate contest you work a second job you maybe yeah. ask your family and friends to kick down but to go mm-hmm. out on this thing like it's a campaign like it's some sort of you know monumentous undertaking like that you need to be at due tour is mm-hmm. is stupid like and it's mm-hmm. offensive and i feel like it's misusing
4: the platform thank you good night Legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made my comment because I haven't seen anyone using GoFundMe recently. I just remember that being a real hot thing in like si- yeah. 2016. I, I just has it simmered down. Alex, am I wrong? Is are there more? Are there a lot of girls jumping on GoFundMe again? Well, since the Olympic thing came up, I'm seeing a lot of it, and I'm like
3: screenshotting. Oh, it, I'm like, are you are you kidding me right now? Like, you live mm-hmm. in. Europe you know like or you live in the United States you live in North America like there's no reason I need to get you to this contest that you can't get yourself it feels um like a misuse
4: yeah totally I fully agree yeah that's cool I I think
0: I I think yeah with that frame of having the 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 sort of the platform as a as a good tool to um to offset the uh humanitarian crisis that is Uh, healthcare in the United States uh, I think yeah that's awesome Um, although I'm starting to have different feelings about GoFundMe as a sort of backup for um, healthcare because it's being used as a talking point for many um, private uh, people who are who are supporting the idea of private insurance because they're saying like hey if your private insurance doesn't cover it like a lot of people are getting help through GoFundMe and you're like that's not you're, yeah, you're a like fucker. You're, uh, don't point and, uh, out the last-ditch effort
5: but, for very desperate people. Yeah, like, That's not the exactly.
0: Norm. And after GoFundMe, it's like, yeah, what if you don't get your funds? Well, then you're completely fucked. Um, but I did yeah. give uh a couple bucks to a cat that was attacked by a bobcat from True. a skater. <laughs> that's okay. Like yeah. that's a yeah. injury. That's in
3: a
4: medical yeah. grave injury. Like yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, I couldn't of that.
0: believe it. Fucking bobcat in Texas. <laughs> uh, I said Texas insane. Texas. Uh,
4: <laughs> uh, is that how they say it, Ted? In, yeah. certain, oh, in certain parts. <laughs> certain parts.
0: Uh, so I back it, Alex. What do we who who's got? Who's got some?
5: Um uh, well, yeah, let's do boy girl girl, boy, girl. Um embarcadero footage in twenty nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> like like until I skate there and I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of fun. It doesn't look the same. It's not the same. It's yeah. it's like, that's cool that they're letting people skate in this plaza that, you know, people once skated different things. But, like, I'm just like, no, you're not fucking skating that, you know, you're just skating shitty flat ground and, like, kind of unfun ledges. Like, those weren't the <laughs> things that people skated back in the day because those things are gone. Most of this shit has been built in the last 20 years when they took all the other shit out. And it's just like, I don't know. It's it's. I'm yeah. sure it's probably fun. And people yeah. I like and admire skate there and post their footage, but I don't like seeing it because it just look. I all I see is an absence, not a presence.
0: Yes, it's a, kind of. It's like a, the, it's a fetish, It's
5: fetishizing a city, not like yeah. skating a city or something. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Cabs.
4: Um, companies that have all men TMs like pretty much all of you, please hire women. Thank you.
3: Yes. <laughs>
0: Uh, I like that. Here's the thing. I like it.
5: Yes. Are we going
3: to go into like what we know or are we just going to be like broad right now?
0: <laughs> oh God.
5: We are the of is is the show. there a specific broadly
2: section of like, Ben City?
5: <laughs> pushing broaders. <laughs>
2: <It's> pushing broaders. <laughs> that's the <our> worst one.
3: <laughs> it's getting late. And these uh, TMs that have come in or whatever the management positions in these skateboarding companies uh, I think they're applying an old model to women's skateboarding they they're they're applying what they think that they these skaters should do this kind of like super hungry am should be killing themselves no matter what and be throwing themselves down at every single spot and they think that that's the same model that they need to apply to the women's skateboarding scene and they're just they're just like breaking these girls off and they're not really like we talked about humanity later like they're they're not treating them humanely and and these guys too honestly like these am and pro skaters they all who are applied in that model too that like do or die every spot kill it no matter what are losing their minds too and their bodies and so it's like this i'm sure there's tons of male tms out there and there's a lot that i really look up to i really like sinclair like they they don't put that pressure on unnecessarily where somebody's like hurting themselves or like freaking themselves out um and these people are young too they're really young and they haven't developed you know their brains aren't fully developed yet and i just feel like uh, that whole model pirate yeah. because it's 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 yeah, not man. about that anymore. You know so, so
5: more yeah. broadly it's about talking about like more representation, more responsibility and better sustainability. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. I've had a couple of friends like just work their asses off and think they're getting positions in the industry and then they get shafted, or you know, certain women and there's a question whether or not they should be paid. Um, and I think like that just stems from sexism like to not pay women to not pay women what they're worth to not give women positions they're qualified for to make women work twice as hard yeah. um and like alex said i think it's it's begging for a lawsuit at this point like yeah and it's it's just a problem and it's impacting some of the best young women skaters coming up right now hmm. there's you know i think there's a better way and i think it starts by diversifying the leadership because they're just making decisions based on old ways and in ways that benefit certain skaters but not all and not a new model not the new model that needs to be adopted
0: I back that I don't see I don't know I, I don't want to talk to the guy who fucking has a rebuttal to that just fucking agree adopt it and uh you know, that
5: guy's my, probably going to message me <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's a great way to be an ally Ted thank you for bringing that up um, <laughs> uh, I I uh,
0: I have one thing uh, it's always petty with me uh fucking there's this thing that I've had where I like try to go back through my bookmarks and like find posts of clips or I'm like hey d- oh dude remember that front cat? I think Cater did that. And then I go back and then the clip is gone because people are archiving their posts from their grid in Instagram. And one thing Cater gets the pass because you should not be expected to archive your entire adolescence growing up online. Two, uh I do see it though like when I go to other accounts which is you know, some people I'm like, oh, cool. Here's here's a post from this kid. Oh, he's got two posts on his account? Really? And like 4,000 followers with two posts? That's some fucked up engagement. Uh, and, and I think there's like this... I think, one, you don't have any responsibility to be the person that you were any moment before right now. You are absolutely always allowed to change your feelings, your styles, your opinions. Um, but... You know, I mean if it's, you know, problematic post or whatever, get rid of that shit. But uh, you know, just like dude, I know you did a heel flip board slide. I bookmarked it. Like
4: <laughs> like
0: Jesus Christ. Uh, dude,
5: I've never bookmarked a clip in my life, dude. What? Yeah,
4: how do you even do that? What?
0: Oh, I've got like fucking folders on folders of bookmarks. I have one folder like so you know i've teased this account for a long time if anybody wants to make it you can have it i guess uh it's it's just a sack account like i just my friends just send me the most insane sacks and i'm just like <laughs> i just have a bookmark of like the gnarliest like credit cards and and they're not always gnarly a lot of times they're just like funny um but just like the, you know it's the fall that these people are begging for i just have yeah. them in a folder i don't know that's, that's chad awesome. muska at a slam city jam just somewhere in there i know
3: that. Oh, it's i think, an think i know what you're talking
2: about yeah yeah
0: it's a classic
5: one. Anyways, it's in a folder in my brain.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's you're basically piring like all young people. They all do that now. I think they, like, so. I think can't believe something they did six months ago. Yeah, they cannot. I literally
0: believe. can't. I think I'm once again signaling <laughs> my own distance from the from the sort of youthful core of skateboarding. Um, all right, did we do it? Did I? Oh wait, trick. Have a... trick. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. have a trick? Who has no. a trick? Alex. Alex, oh man,
3: you want me to bring bring up a trick? Um, I would like to try to do backside tail slides on quarter pipes, and I'm yes. trying to learn them. Yes.
4: That is, oh, a, yeah. I I want to slide one, slide I one, like, like slide
3: a backside. You did it in your video part, so I've seen you do that on yeah. the ba- yeah. I did it once. See, yeah, that's the that thing. was good. Back
2: <laughs> to With Shane uh, uh,
3: he'll get me to flip a backside is, tail slide would be great, like a a slid one on a, a quarter is, pipe.
0: This is one of the, the great joys of my skateboarding. And I thank you.
3: Yeah, for, <laughs> thank you. I know. For suggesting it. Backside uh, tail
4: slide.
5: Two Teds are are, are happy right now.
4: <laughs> yeah, you guys are good. At, can you give They're us so a
5: guitar? Uh, and the audience. Uh, my, my advice is to over over rotate and like put your back foot. Are you
4: on your toe? Sorry. I'll shut up. No,
5: on the ball of your foot. <laughs> on the ball of your foot. Yes. Ball uh, of your foot over rotate your your back leg behind you mm. and that's the way that you slide mm-hmm. like if, mm-hmm. if your board's going the other way and then you kind of let your body catch up to it as you're sliding because you're going to stop sliding and if your body's on top of it you're going to fall off your board but if you're if you're if your foot's behind you and your board's in front of if your foot's in and your board are in front of you as you're sliding you'll you'll slide and you'll catch up to it so over rotate don't under rotate under rotating you stick getting that's locking tough. right in on transition you stick but if you over rotate it you slide
3: cool yeah. wait, wait, wait. so it's wait, about
5: wait. the angle you come in it's like about like you really carve into it like you're almost riding parallel with the coping and then you scoop in
4: okay
3: yeah that's the best advice All i've right. gotten
4: wow um it, can you front tail does it feel like when you front tail
5: yeah I, yeah in the same way that you lean super far back when you front tail and uh and you sl- it's all slide it's all wheels you know
0: yeah
4: all right because i can kind of slide them like a little bit but i've never really been able to slide it like for days That'd be fun is, to try.
2: yeah
0: you have to you have to scrape the tail mm-hmm. or give it a little bit of a pop on the way in um mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cuz some people like to kind of scrape the tail on the way up or some people wait till they're right at the coping and they give it a little like pop. But I found that yeah, if you if you're making contact with the tail and the quarter pipe on the way up, it it kind of finds its fit. Yeah.
5: I would say um, I would say though I made the mistake for a long time of of trying to ollie too much into it and I always stuck. Yeah. And so it's oh, all yeah, about yeah, the yeah. scoop. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the scoop. Okay.
3: Cool. I like scoop this one. up. Scoop it up. I yeah. think we did a good job.
5: This is Ted Barrow with this week's roll call for our Patreon ProFlow subscribers, Brian Higgins, however you identify. I love you, brother. Not in the weird, vulgar, maybe racist way that Hulk Hogan uses the term, but in the sense that we are both siblings in this large, broad, extended family of life on this earth. Bro. I hope Bro doesn't offend you. There's a war outside of your window it's destroying our world so take the hand of a boy and a girl and walk down the street and sing a happy song to make the world better sean josh luff chris and lukey and luke whitford we love you here at Van city <clears throat> your rooney may be stylin but terrence you keep us here smiling and we love you scott arthur gall we love you despite the fact that your name sounds vaguely like the sort of sounds you might make if you were trying to get off the phone with someone you didn't want to talk to. Scott Arthur Gall, got other call, you know? Evan Cunningham, you're named after a smart pig and you're a bad human being. Max Chow, may I ask how you like it when we tell you we love you for your support. Neil to the shoemaker, he's a risk taker, not a flaker. A real deal heartbreaker, that Neil Shoemaker. Damien Stewart is an attendant to the Dark Lord, right? I mean, that's what that name means. No judgment here. We love this particular squire of Satan. And the award for most highfalutin name to a lovable ProFlow Vent City Patreon subscriber goes to Lars Garvey Lang Peterson. Step right up. I'm talking high. I'm thinking energy. I'm all about that skate. And you already know it's about crew love. They are all on ProFlow here at Vent City. Truth be told, um, I don't really know what axiomatic means. Does it mean like, is there like some other way to say that? That's like specific to um, like our culture? Huh. Or is that idiomatic? James Martin was still smarting from the online snub last week. To James I say, all will be okay if it's love from Vent City. The You Seek.
0: Hello, everyone. Ted Schmitz here, producer, editor, f- tech stuff at Vent City. Anyways, uh, I just want to say a couple things. One, I know that this episode is a little bit behind. We recorded in the first week of August, tried to get it out before the Pushing Borders Conference in the middle of the month. Didn't happen. Decided so to come out after we got back. So here's that. Um, credits Music was by Alana Bryan, as always, I L A N A dot B R Y N E on Instagram or at naive tracks with an X.bandcamp.com uh, the music used uh, with the interviews by Michael Krieger at Blogafonte, B-L-O-G-A, holy shit, F-O-N-T-E uh, on Instagram. Check them out if you want to hear more music like the stuff you hear here. And then uh, Ryan did a bunch of interviews while we were at the conference uh, with skaters doing social skate work and doing work with uh, public spaces. And so you'll have access to those interviews as we put them out slowly on the ProFlow and RepFlow feeds on our Patreon. So just go to patreon.com slash ventcity and you can hear some of those talks and uh, we'll be back with a kind of more regular schedule from here on out. Thank you so much.